Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, everybody? Gengar Greasy and no gimmicks here. What's going on, everyone? Episode 9 of the Poke Tower Podcast. <laughs> Again, thank you all for tuning in. If you're a new listener, welcome. Um, and if you're a returning listener, Thanks for checking us out, guys. We got a bunch of stuff, a lot of good stuff today. Um, it's gonna be fun to dig into all of it. Uh, what else? Let's start. Let's start with last week's giveaway winner, uh, Chris Rosetti, aka Christopoli on TikTok. I believe I have your shipping info, so I will get your giveaway item out. Last week, the uh, question was, "When did Legendary Collection release?" And he was the first person to come up. Two thousand two. So, uh, yeah, like what, like an hour and 40 after the, uh, podcast had dropped. Yeah. And right I think on the, the podcast dot. episode was an like hour 40 an hour. Yeah. So, so hey, on the money, congrats to you. And, and thank you for on that. On the money, Chris. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, super tight. So we'll be doing another giveaway today. Uh, we'll plug that in later on in the podcast. Um, and Apple listeners, we're still going to keep plugging this every week. If you're an Apple listener, please subscribe to the podcast. And, uh, if you haven't yet give us a rating and some feedback we'd love to hear it because it you know we actually want to get better every week um and hopefully you guys will see that with today's uh today's stuff um we're gonna start this week with a brand new segment called haunters laughs (laughs) that is haunter from uh the very first pokemon um where he's laughing like at sabrina um when ash is battling her so uh what is this segment about it's really, uh, I it's so it's going to be informative, but it's also going to be funny because what I'm going to do is, you know, on TikTok, I often run into a lot of controversy with people. Um, Devin hasn't yet, but he will. Yeah, um, I'm getting there. You know, people run their mouths, which is fine. You guys are entitled to speak and, and act however you want on TikTok. I'm not trying to block that. But what I am going to do is I want to put my two cents in here and we'll see who has the last laugh because honestly, it's impossible for me to fit my articulate responses in like you know 40 characters or less or whatever their whatever their you know tiktok's deal is i just can't answer you guys not you guys these these people that are attacking me intelligently enough without you know a full-on response so hopefully i can use this not only to put those guys on blast but maybe give you guys more insight on what i'm actually talking about on tiktok and educate you a little more um, and I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on that, too, how you feel about some of these controversial things that people say to get a rise out of you. Yeah, and there's also, like, a lot of knowledge. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of knowledge in everything, in every argument that you have, every um, statement that's put out there, every comment um, that that comes through yeah. on our pages. Um, like Denny said, I haven't received any of it yet. I mean, I'm obviously, I'm at, like, I just, oh, I just hit 400 followers. There we go. So that's sick. So you're on your way. Yeah, you're on your way to your first one right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm on, <laughs> I'm on my way to I'll my first one. I'll make a ghost one. account. But, um. No, but there is tons of knowledge that can be spread. Um, and most of the time, it's people who are not, you know. They're not educated. Not so, educated. really, it's an opportunity to help people yeah. out. And the but, fact that some of these people have TikToks, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're uneducated. And they really, page, they really think they know what they're yeah, talking about. Yeah, you go to their about. page and you're like, whoa, this guy is misinforming people like crazy. Yeah. Like, he's just, he's just throwing out really bad information. Some of these people have giant platforms and, uh, you know, which is fine. They've obviously done something right to get the attention on their platform. Uh, but... You know, today, the video that I did, you know, got really good feedback from a lot of people. But, of course, there's a couple rotten eggs that that think they know everything. Um, And we're going to take that opportunity 
to go ahead and get the last laugh here. <laughs> so here we go, guys. Hunter's laughs. Hopefully no one gets too offended. Um, the first topic of the day. Today is uh, Tuesday the 10th? The 10th, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I posted a video sharing one of my most recent uh, accomplishments, you know, being a Pokemon card collector and someone who's able to monetize their hobby. I have just broke $10,000 in sales on eBay. And that's my 90-day report, so that's a little over 3300 a month. Um, and this person... Felt like he needed to comment what he thought he knew was his truth. Um, so let's get into it. Let me pull up the video real quick. I should have had this already set up, but let me uh, get into it. If you guys haven't got into it yet, the, the the point of the video was to show people that you absolutely can uh, make a grip of money um, monetizing your hobby. I don't call it investing. I hate that word. Um, but, you know, if you're a good collector, you can monetize stuff that you want to move, you know, for some cash you can liquidate your collection um and then you can get better stuff you can scale up and have more um so the point of the video i even said you know hey i'm not here to compare with you i'm not here to to knock you down i'm here to tell you that you can do it but you need to stop listening to everyone on tiktok who thinks they're an expert you need to listen to yourself and find out what you're good at and start doing that all the time that that like transcends pokemon yeah you know what i mean yeah um that's a life lesson right so that's all it was about um and, you know, stop listening to people and just do your thing. You will find ways to succeed. So here we go. At Jay's Pokedex. Here's the first guy. Was it this guy? Well, yeah, we're, there's a couple in here. So we'll go with him first. He said to grade a card is $50. To sell it for that price doesn't make sense. So a little context here. I had I took a screenshot of my sales, and it was a, a PSA 9 Exeggutor Secret Rare from uh, XY that I sold for 28 plus shipping, so 33 bucks. We sold a PSA 10 Pidgeot, Mega Pidgeot, uh, for $54, with, that was with shipping. And then we sold a, uh, what was the last one? Crap, oh, a, a Dragapult V from Rebel Clash. All that crap we talk about Rebel Clash, it was a $50 bill. So my point was, you know, whether it's vintage, sealed, or modern or graded, you know, you can find ways to monetize it. And it just so happened that I had, you know, a handful of modern sales. And it's like, look at this, all the stuff people tell you that's not valuable. I made almost, you know, uh, over a hundred dollars on almost 200. So he was like, it's not worth it because it's $50 to grade. So obviously he was talking about the $28 executor PSA nine. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I had to respond to this guy. It's like, look, your name is Jay's Pokedex. I'd assume you'd know more about Pokemon. And it's simply not true that it's $50. Like, that's, what number is that? Where did you get that from? Who told you that? Right? Uh, if you guys checked out my last YouTube video, you guys know that I paid $8 a card on the quarterly grading special number two. So, PSA, if you have a membership, first of all, let's get that out the way. You cannot grade any card unless you have a membership with PSA or you sign your cards over to someone else and let them grade it for you. But they have a membership. You cannot just log on to PSA and be like, I'm going to grade a card, send it in. You need a membership and that you have to pay for that every year. Um, and depending on what uh, level membership you have, is that's what the kind of service you can get. Um, obviously, Platinum being the best. But I sent mine in on a quarterly grading special. So it was $8 a card. With a minimum of 20 cards. You had to send at least 20. I sent almost 40. Um, 
And I didn't, I didn't even tell this guy the thing because it's like, look, you should know better than that. Like you you claim you're a Pokemon expert on your TikTok because I'll go on your guys' pages and look and yeah. see what kind of person you are. Even even though I don't, even though I don't have haters, most of the new comment you people that look, I have, yeah. I go and I look at their page. Yeah, research them. Hey, what's this guy about? Uh, he didn't really have much to speak for, so it's like, look. He said, okay, rather than judge me, inform me. When I go to PSA grading, the lowest option I see is fifty dollars. What am I doing wrong? And then I was like, well, do you have a membership? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, you need to go back to the website and actually read the page. You know what I mean? You can't just get a $50 grade without a membership. So he's already wrong. It tells me he hasn't even read the front. Like you could literally click the tab that says our prices. It'll show you every price, every turnaround time, everything. So this guy doesn't even know how to get a membership. Um, and, I, and, and I ended it there. I was like, look, you're, I'm not going to spoon feed you how to do this because you clearly just said $50. It costs 50 to grade it and it's not worth it. So you're the subject matter expert. So why do I need to tell you how to get a PSA membership? You know what I mean? And I can't write that out in a comment. It's just would, it would take me 20 comments cause I run out of characters. Um, so I want to share that with you guys. It's, there's a lot of people that are misinformed, uh, you know, like, uh, let's see, there's another guy. Let me see. I got to find them. Um, a lot of people were positive too, guys. So don't think it was just all hate. Here's one guy. He said Feebay. That was the only thing he said. <laughs> guys, if you're a top rated seller, uh, you save about a dollar on every sale. And then it's only, it's 10% fees. So 10% of 10K. A thousand bucks. What? And what? And what? You you lump those costs into your your sales. Yeah. You know what I mean? You do the math. If you're, a lot of people don't realize you actually have to be, you actually have to have other skills, you know, like math and accounting. You have to have that stuff. You can't just list something and be like, boom, business, baby. You (laughs) you can, but if you don't crunch your numbers, you're done. Yeah. I'm an investor. It's like, no, you're not. You're your guy. I saw this on somebody's TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm not trying to hate, but I just commented. So look, 13%, get educated. Right. Right. Get educated. 13% 13% of $10,000 is 1300 bucks. I think that's my math. It's like $1,300 in fees. Yeah, so gross gross is what, like $8,700? 8700 gross. Now let's do some math, guys. S- selling unwanted. Yeah. Selling. The cards I don't want. Yeah, the cards that I graded. That you, yeah, that you don't want and that are graded. So some aren't graded let's as well. Let's do the They're math. Let's do, yeah, some are raw. Some stuff is vintage that I, that I happen to buy at the right place at the right time. But my point is... If I buy a card for $4, I grade it for 12, I sell it for 50. It's like what is that? How much is that? 12 minus 50, you're talking about $38. 10% of that is $3.08 or 80 cents. So now we're down to about $35 that I just profited off this card. PayPal's going to take a chunk. Okay, now we're down to 33 bucks. 33 bucks off of a $4 card. You do the math times 10,000. You know what I mean? The, the margins are big, even for something like that. Very big. Yeah, quick math is just uh, like $33,000. You said like 10,000 times 33 bucks. Yeah. Look at this. I, I did the math. My average sale on eBay is $47. Actually, no, that's wrong. 10,000? No, oh, I'm just 10, saying. 10,000 times by 33. What I'm saying, or divide it by 33. You know what I mean? To, yeah. to get the profit. But my point is this. Um, when you do, what's it called? Uh, I just totally lost my train of thought. You, you, you can figure out your fees 
if you go to an eBay fee calculator. There's one there, you can go on your phone, type in eBay fee calculator and use one. And it'll you could put in I bought it for this much, I want to sell it for this much, and it'll calculate everything for you and say this is what you're gonna make after fees and shipping. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think I do that before every item I list? Come on, guys. Like, what? what is... I don't understand. You know, these kids just don't understand, like, what is going on. Yeah, um, so just to put it out there, um, just to, you know, smash this a little more, we have, we have Feebay. We have It's Not Worth It, right? Those are the two negative comments we've kind of already covered. Well, I mean, like Denny said, if you have, you know, 10,000, you know, cards that you bought for four bucks... And you graded them all for $8 And you graded them all for 8 bucks. Yeah. You're coming out with like, what, $330,000? Yeah. It's kind of And nuts. you're not going to get that next week. You're going to no, sell these yeah. cards every other day. You're going to sell them once, twice, three times a week. Sometimes, like yesterday, I sold like four cards. You know what I mean? And that comes out to be almost 200 bucks. It happens. Um, and my 90-day total happened to be 10000 And I believe I just did a video maybe a few weeks ago. Where my 90 day total was um, like 6,000 or something like that. So I've already increased over 4,000 in just 30 days. Yeah. This is not a joke, guys. Like I haven't, I haven't sold one PSA graded card yet. You will. I know I will. I will. But He's, Devin's I getting mean, ready to turn the corner. I've, sold, I've, only, I've only sold raw cards, you know? Yeah. For, for nickels and dimes. I'm talking, yep. you know, and they're all, and they're it's all modern. It's a volume game. Yeah. It's literally volume. Like, like we said, if you have, you know, if you make it, you're making a thirty-three dollar profit off a four dollar card, and you have ten thousand of them. Mm-hmm. That's three hundred and thirty thousand dollars that you have available. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't always have to chase the Charizard. You don't always have to chase the Blastoise, yeah. the Starter, the Neo Gen. You know, sealed you know, booster boxes of this and that. We'll and, you get know. into that here in a little bit. Yeah, we're going to cover that one too. Um, and then again, more positivity. People are like, "Dude, I'm glad I saw this." Is like encouraging. Here's another guy, Schultzy Youngat. I don't even know how to say his name. When grading a card is almost $30 a card unless you want them back next year. I just replied, I was like, look, dude, you're so sure of yourself. I can't help you understand that you're wrong because you really think you're right right now. And I said, this is not a quick flip, but it's not that slow either. It took me five months to get almost 40 cards back. Five months, guys. You can tell me you can't wait five months. Like, you need the money now? You probably shouldn't be in this hobby because, again, it's not about the money for me. That's why I was able to send off all my, you know, all my bulk hollows and stuff, full arts for five months. And it didn't hurt me. It was like, y'all get them when I get them. You know what I mean? I'm, that, I don't need that to survive. If you're trying to do this to survive, you know, I don't know if I have the advice for that. I have something that's practical and sustainable though. You know, that you can do for months on end once yeah, you get if, it rolling. If you're well, trying, it's like a snowball effect. Yeah. I mean, if you get, I guess, I guess, you know, if you're trying to do this to survive then, and you, and you're coming into it with, you know money in your eyeballs i don't know yeah i mean you got like you know 500 bucks and i guess you know your best bet would go go spend 500 dollars on one single card do the best you can get it graded and then make more money off it and we talk about that yeah that's scaling up yeah that's scaling up or i mean there's always the other grind that we all frown upon scalping (laughs) (laughs) no i'm serious though i'm come on 
Like seriously, if you're if you're hurting for money and looking to make Pokemon, you know, uh, yeah. your like main side hustle, your main job. Yeah, you obviously don't have the education wake, yeah. to study cards. Yeah. You might as well just scout people. Yeah, go wake up at seven o'clock. Go camp out at Walmart. Go buy all your Drachi boxes. Oh my god. Go buy all of your hidden fates. Oh tins, man. Go buy you know. Go buy all your X Y evolutions uh. and you know mystery packs <laughs> and stuff. Go do all that stuff and sell them online on eBay for fifty bucks a that pack. That takes low education. Yeah. And you're literally just shooting fish in a barrel at that point. And we don't endorse that behavior. No, we don't. But, I mean. But do you see the, do you see the two different types? Of, like that's, that's what I was putting out there. The yeah. knowledge I was putting out there. Two different types of mentality. Collectors know You good. have the guy that's like, I want to get back into collecting. I have $500. Smartest thing I can do is probably go buy this $500 Charizard because I have some knowledge about, you know, yeah, grading. Increase and blah, the value blah, blah. by grading it. Increase the value and grading it because he's a collector at heart and he knows this. Yeah. He just wants to get back into it. And he's like, I can sell it for $1,500. It comes back into ten. Sells for fifteen hundred. He's like, I go buy whatever, yeah, whatever I, I want. Three now. times the money. Yeah, I got three times the money. I go yeah. buy all kinds of stuff. And there's fees. There's taxes. You pay them, guys. It's not that much though. Really if you not. make fifteen hundred, you're coming out with you know over a grand still. What are you com- What are you complaining about? And it's not thirty dollars to grade a card. It's eight dollars. Once again, let me tell you guys, it's, it's not always eight dollars. Always eight dollars. No, but. So if it's not if it's not during a quarterly grading special, you can still grade a card for ten bucks. Yes. As long as you send them twenty, at least twenty. Yeah, minimum of twenty. You can do a bulk special for twenty bucks. That's year round. Or for ten dollars a card. Yeah. Ten dollars a card, my bad, not twenty. Ten dollars a card year round. Okay, so that's and but again, you know, when you're when you're selling PSA cards for forty, fifty bucks, you want to um you want to pinch every penny you can. So that's why, you know, hey, if I can grade a card for eight, I'm going to grade as many as I can for eight because look at this. I grade 100 cards at $8 versus 100 cards at $10. What's 100 times two? That's 200 bucks you just saved. And it's that mentality right there that gets you over the edge very fast. Yeah. $200 is another bulk submission. <laughs> that's why you have to pinch pennies. Um, and then... You know, on your high risk, on your high risk, high reward cards, yeah, you spend the seventy five for the express grade because you need it next week. You got you got to pick and choose your battles, and it takes education. Education, it's not as easy as people want it to be, and that's why these guys get frustrated. Yeah, like when I when I buy singles, I I make sure like okay, I've bought three potential you know seventy five dollar you know express fee singles. Now I need to buy you know. A four-month, five-month turnaround, which would be like the $50, right? Or the regular service. Yeah, $50 is standard. Yeah, standard service. It's a 25-day turnaround. Yeah, 25-day turnaround. I'm like, okay, now what card can I go buy in singles that are going to be the this this turnaround? And then I stock that up. And then I go and stock up my, okay, what cards do I have that I can send, you know, 20-card minimum bulk order, or they call it value now, um, the value order. And then mm-hmm. be like, okay, I don't really care if these come back in a year because each one is worth, you know, 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 50 bucks when graded, and I got them free from packs, you know? Yep. Very hard to lose, guys, and we will get into that. But for you guys that were just hating in the comments, hit them with it. We had the last laugh. (laughs) So there you go. Come find me in the comments, guys. You're going to be on the podcast. I I know our listeners are not going to trash me because you guys, the feedback was insane on that video. You guys, no, this is true. This guy, like, knows his stuff. It's real. And I don't need you guys to tell me that, but it's really cool because I'm watching you guys do well. And that makes me happy because you're like, hey, I bought the card you said to do and dude, it's working and I can see it working. And it's like, that is the result we want. So this next one here 
is not so much a haunter's laugh. This is a respected uh, content creator in the pokey TikTok community, also known as not Shivam, not Shivam. I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry. He says it differently in multiple videos. I tried to do my research. Um, but yeah, he had a little rant. Uh, we'll just play the audio here, and then I'm going to give you guys my opinion because I actually left some feedback on that video for him, and eventually we came to an agreement. But I want you guys to take a listen, and then we'll give you our feedback in depth. The whole scalping situation brings me on to this next topic. Lately, this past few months, I've seen a large influx of people who claim to be content creators on here opening modern products and calling it an investment. I'm sorry, but that's not an investment. It's that's a gamble. Collecting. A lot of you say that Darkness Ablaze is a good investment. It's not. A lot of you are trying to look at modern products as if it's part of the stock market when it's not. Majority of you who are buying excessive amounts of modern products are pretty much hoping that this is gonna turn out the same way as vintage products are now. Will it happen? Who knows? Let's look at XY Evolutions, for example. It is the most printed set of all time. So if everyone and their aunt and uncle had a booster box of XY and Evolutions, why is this so expensive? A lot of you new collectors and content creators that are in this space really need to do your research in regards to population reports. Sorry, you need to stop talking about X and Y being a great investment opportunity when it's not. Why population reports? Because those are cold hard numbers. Look them up. So there you guys go. This is not going to be uh, disrespectful in any way, but I want to share my feedback. And I'll actually give you the comment that I left on his page. And you guys, tell me what you think. You can send me a message on TikTok or whatever the case may be. Um, and we'll go from there. So let me see if I can find the video. I, I should have just pulled this up. I am not... Yeah, and for for uh, while Danny's pulling that up, for all of our listeners out there, you guys know that we are um, very passionate, very um, I don't know, caring. I guess you can say in a way about you know collecting. So we we like to give uh, multiple ways to collect for everyone out there, so they can enjoy their collecting yeah. hobby as well. Because just like check this out, I'm not a vintage collector. I'm not a modern collector. I'm not an investor. I'm not a sealed collector. I'm just a Pokemon card collector, and that entails everything. Yeah, we just like we like cool Pokemon stuff. Yeah, we just we just collect uh, cool collector, Pokemon stuff. That, collectibles. Yeah, we just collect cool Pokemon stuff that we like. Let me see. Hopefully, I didn't delete my comment. Here it is. All right, so here it is. I said I can say this for XY Evolutions. We've said this on the podcast. You can buy a throwback holographic for two to six dollars all day and increase that value to forty to a hundred dollars all day after a bulk eight dollar grade. Is it investments? No, but it's indefinitely increasing the value of your card. And then, I, and then, <clears throat> I said, with, with even with current population reports. Will it hold? Will those prices hold? Will I always be able to get $40 for a PSA 9 Ninetales? I don't know that. But all I do know is that, you know, these cards, they I enjoy them either way. And I told him, I said, I'll always keep these cards either way. So it doesn't matter if these prices hold. Um, and his, his response to that was, well, it depends on whether or not it can or will it sell. So this already tells me that he's not, he doesn't sell modern cards at all. Uh, so there's more to it, but what you are saying is essentially how to make lots of money. And then I replied to that. Definitely agree, but they do in fact move. I sell them. You know what I mean? I sell these cards that you're that you're saying are not worth anything. 
Um, whether it's one week or six months, they do sell. It's my second job. I don't make $10,000 off of one card, but I do it in volume. And then he just said most definitely after that. So we kind of came into an agreement where it was like, you can. And I think I proved that here, guys. We sold the executor for 33 bucks. I sold two of those in the last week. I mean, we wouldn't be able to do half this podcast if, if it wasn't for modern cards. If modern cards didn't have um, some type of value right. in them, it would literally just be us talking about base mm-hmm. set and NeoGen all the time. You know, and another thing to consider with population reports, that statistic is changing rapidly. And here's the reason why. Let's say in 2019, there was a million Pokemon collectors. In 2019, the population report for a PSA 10 Charizard was 1,000. It's not 1,000, but let's just keep it even numbers here. 1,000. In 2020, the Pokemon collector population increases to 2 million. So it went from 1 million to 2 million. So it's doubled. Then if you go to you know the population reports and you look at a PSA 10 Charizard, now the population's from 1,000 to 2,000. All it did was linearly follow the the population of collectors. So that means for every million heads, there's still a thousand Charizards. The population is exactly the same. It's just a larger scale. Yeah. You know what I mean? That makes sense. So we're in this huge influence. A lot of people don't take this into account that Pokemon exploded in 2016. Exploded. And none of us can factor those numbers right now because it's too soon. It's way too soon to say this is the pop report. This is what people are going to get. That's not true. Um, It's not true at all. And, And even if it is true... Let's go to eBay. I bet you I can find thousands of XY, PSA 9, PSA 10s, PSA 8s being sold. Yeah, like, like I was saying, like we do it on the... If we, if without, without you know modern cards having any type of value, we wouldn't have any type of podcast mm-hmm. here. Because <clears throat> we literally give you guys the, the already sold items, yeah, prices... Yeah, we're, we're using, we're using evidence. We're not, we're not running off of hypotheticals. We're like, no, this damn thing yeah, sold like, last week yeah we're not just like hey this guy listed it for 900 bucks so yeah. they're 900 bucks right we're not now. the guy that's like you know hey how much does this charizard work and he pulls it up on ebay and he's like ten thousand yeah ten thousand it's like <laughs> no that it's listed for that it hasn't yeah. sold for that yet yeah though. we understand that we're not dumb um and this is and that's part of the reason why i made the video today about making ten thousand dollars selling vintage modern and even like uh sealed out of print products <clears throat> and raw raw cards I do everything. Um, and from what I understand, I don't want to make any assumptions, but from what I, I just started following not Shivam recently, um, because he's been in my stuff a lot more. I've been seeing his stuff a lot more. So I want to figure him out, <clears throat> but from, I'm losing my voice cause there's something in my throat. But, uh, from what I've seen, he's, he is sold on vintage, which is totally fine. Yeah. Because look, He's so the, maybe, yeah, maybe he's not the modern collector. Maybe he's not the sealed set collector. It's, maybe it's he's almost not like the, he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand that there's yeah. a huge market for it because he's out of touch with it. Or maybe he just found what he likes. He likes his, right. his vintage niche. He likes that. There's nothing wrong but with yeah, that. And there's absolutely but nothing you, wrong. I, I, I highly, I highly believe in not speaking about stuff that you don't know enough about. I believe in that as well. I, I just posted a video today that I made $10,000 gross. Why would I make that up? It's not. It's like, no, I want to show collectors uh, because there was someone else that said, hey, don't listen to these modern card collectors. They're full of crap. It was a different person. It wasn't Shivam. It was someone else. And I was like, why are you putting this information out? It's just because you are not good at it and you can't make it work doesn't mean it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's not lucrative. doesn't mean it's not, you know. Yeah. I'm sorry, but nobody can debate buying a raw card for 2 to $6, you know, with or without Shivam. I mean, check it out. I I got into collecting um, like three months ago now. 
three months ago now and um i had always collected as a kid but when i started did i have um base set available to myself no was there base set charizards out there that were that were even in my price range yeah. no but i've made like almost 800 dollars on ebay selling modern cards the yeah. stuff i can get my hands on you know what i mean yep only like just stuff i can get my hands on stuff that's in stores still selling on like retail yeah devin has no vintage I except no for vintage like the handful of stuff i gave him exactly <clears throat> but, exactly you know and i don't look at myself as, as an investor and i think that's where shivam gets it wrong not there don't get don't get me wrong there are a lot of freaking posers on on tiktok and hopefully i'm not lumped into that there are a lot of posers that think they are investors and they they got their little charts and they're following them you know like that's cute yeah, we don't we don't see this as don't investing do we don't see this as investing i at treat all. myself as a collectible store yeah i'm a private card store that sells singles that's what i am it's not my fault that when i grade a card it turns into a 40 dollar bill that is just what the market says it is. And yep. it's going to be very hard for a $40 card to lose value that's already been graded. You know what I mean? Like that that Exeggutor, I don't think it's going lower than 28 bucks. I know. And at this point, too, if, if Vintage was the only you know collectible thing out there. Everyone would have died off already. Every, yeah, everyone would have died off because I guess like, look at, look at you know, Vintage prices now. Yeah. And, and there is no yep. average day person like myself... Or Denny. Denny has vintage because he he hit it at a very good time. Timing was impeccable. Timing, yeah. yeah, timing was great. And I'm not saying Denny's not capable of buying vintage now. Denny's obviously done great. He snowballed and he could probably do whatever the hell he wants. But what I'm saying is is that for the everyday collector like Denny and myself, there's no there's no possible way we can just go and be like, oh, I want to go buy a PSA 10 Charizard right now. Yeah, it's not yeah, gonna a, happen. A PSA 10 Shadowless Charizard. Let me just drop a hundred thousand bucks, yeah. two hundred thousand. Well, let bucks. me go try to hunt one because I'm I'm a collector and I like I like you know yeah you know ripping open packs. Say that that was today and the only thing that was that was lucrative was vintage. You'd have you'd have to almost be you know making like yeah. Well, I'm gonna say this ton, too. You have to be making a ton of money in order to buy like a whole booster yeah. box. I'm gonna say this though. I'm also a hard worker, and I think that's. That's the that's the definitive like path on which one which way you go. There are some people that are like, no, I want to make ten thousand dollars off of one Charizard. Yeah, that's cool, but I think the more practical, sustainable way is actually having a card store where you're making fifty, seventy dollars sales, two, three, four times a day, every day of the week. So, and that's what I told Shivam. I was like, dude, I don't make ten thousand. I mean, I could, I could, I could off my Charizard right now and make ten k, but. My point is, you know, <clears throat> when I, I enjoyed this process of researching cards, grading them, using my eyes to, you know, kind of get a get an idea of what the grade's going to be and taking that chance um, and hunting down rare cards, getting deals. I like that's work to me, but it's fun work. And this result right here, when you get it in a nice slab, you're like, wait, Jim and 10, what? You know what I mean? It's very rewarding. Um, so there's two types of people. There's There's people that can make you know, hundreds of thousands in volume. And there's, there's the guy who makes one sale. He's like a one hit wonder. You know what I mean? Um, and I would be willing to bet that the guy who can make, you know, hundreds of thousands in sales via volume, that means selling, you know, tens of thousands of cards. He's probably more skilled and knowledgeable about the hobby than someone who sold one card for a million. Because really, when you when you get if you ever landed a PSA ten Shadowless Charizard, you know a first edition, if you landed that and you sold it, 
it could have been just timing for you. You know what I mean? How many guys are waking up, going in their mom and dad's garage, and they find their pristine Charizard right now? Like, there's actually a lot of those happening. And mm-hmm. they're just like, I, I got this. And it's like, you know, a couple thousand in the pocket. But he's a one-hit wonder. He don't know why he got that. He doesn't understand. He's been out of the game for 20 years. Like, he has no idea. It's just, it's like winning the lotto. Yeah. Where the way I play the game, it's not lotto. This is this is hard work, and it sucks sometimes. But it's so fun, and it's so rewarding. And it also keeps you current with modern Pokemon. You actually have to keep up. You can't just say vintage is the way to go. You actually have to study your ass off. Yep. I mean, and like, and for collectors like myself, you know, I don't, I have a normal job just like anybody else. You know what I mean? And I make hourly, you know, I make hourly and I don't, I can't go out and spend $5,000 on, on, on one item. You know what I mean? That $5,000 and then hoping to sell it within the next month or two to pay my bills because I just spent $5,000 on an item. Yeah. That's rough. But to be able to have, you know, buying packs on the side for, you know. It's supplemental income. Yeah, it's supplemental income. It's not not your lifestyle. Exactly. And then I would love to work to get to that point. Yeah, like like it scales up and I'm like, hey, Mm -hmm. like right now I've made, you know, $700, you know, that's, that's after all the, you know. Fees, fees and stuff, and all that crap. right? You know, right, right. Seven hundred dollars. That's seven hundred dollars I didn't have in the first place. Yep. And now that seven hundred dollars is not. And that's any, not. That's not counting it's the not, stuff that you kept. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's going to turn for thousands here pretty yeah, soon. Yeah. That's all just like raw. Like that's the stuff that you didn't yeah. want that you found a way to monetize. Exactly. That's and not then, saying the Charizard sitting in your closet, the two or three that you have. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. And, so and, so he got all of his rare pools and got rid of the. The fat, you know, the yeah. trim the fat off of it. Yep. And that, and like that fat right there now, $700, I can go look at a $700, you know, quality Charizard, you know, right. rainbow V max right, right. or something like that. And be like, I know this is a 10 looks like a 10. You know what I mean? All the other 500s I saw were, were crappy. Mm-hmm. This $700 one, I'm willing to pay $700 cause I have $700 just laying around that I made from other Pokemon cards. Yep. I'm actually able to put that out, but would I be able to put out $700 for my own wages that I make right. hourly? No. Cause that's a whole, like, you know. See that? Say that's a whole week's of wor- uh, whole week's worth of pay for someone. Yeah, seven hundred dollars. Oh yeah, you're out a whole week's worth of one card. Mm-hmm. You still got to get it graded, right? Like that's rough. <clears throat> but to be able to, but to be able to, you know, go out and just buy packs because it makes me happy because I just like collecting cards in general. I like seeing every new card. Like I don't, I don't even care yeah. when I get a green. It's a disappointment when I get a green. Ah oh, man, crap, got a green. That we still love Pokemon though, but we We're, love it. I'm not married to vintage, which yeah. Which I I'm, I don't want to misunderstand Shivam either. Yeah, he looks he, like he loves Pokemon as well. Right. It looks like he loves Pokemon. But he also, you know, he... And maybe he was... Maybe someone really made him mad, but... Um, you know, when it comes to modern collecting, I think we have a pretty... I have a pretty good system figured out. You don't make $10,000 on accident. You don't. And I, that... I increased over 4000 in one month. You know what I mean? I just made a TikTok where it was like, look at my numbers. 6000 in the background, you know what I mean? And then today... I was like, geez, man, this is getting out of hand. Um, it's a process, and it's a system that I've figured out that works, and I share that here with you guys. Um, and I don't discourage any type of collecting. If you want vintage, you do vintage. If you want to do a little bit of everything like we do, that's awesome. All I'm saying is, you know, don't let someone who's so set in their ways to make you think a certain way about doing this. You can do it yeah, a million. Yeah, distinguish it yourself. It's you just can do it a million for yourself, ways. You know, yes. what you are and how you want to go about it. And we're all about positivities, you know what I mean? So that's why I wanted to kind of, instead of like talking crap about people, I want to educate you on my take on it. And yeah. you can you can do whatever you want with it. You don't you don't have because to. Because our, our our take is like universal almost. It's like, dude, you can go 
we talk about vintage we talk about this yeah. we've collected that we've collected this we've collected this we've collected that yep we've kind of looked at it from all angles because we're kind of like we're just we're just right. all an all angle collector yep you know what i mean and we don't see anything one way we don't see anything as this is the only way you can do it yeah anyone else is telling you is a liar it's like well okay i guess i lied my way into selling these modern cards like you don't you don't make that stuff up and i'm just i'm being 100 percent transparent with you guys you can do this any which way um and again no no disrespect to anyone here uh we just want to educate and give you give you some input like give you some options like, hey i don't have to do it like this i can do it this way i can do it that way um then also understand at the end of the day if your system's not working you have to audit it and you have to figure out okay well how come it didn't work the way I wanted it to? And then you have to be able to understand, well, maybe this is where population reports come into play. And maybe, you know, a PSA 10, uh, like double is not the play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all day. And I do believe in pop reports, but for the most part, if a card is selling daily for 50 bucks on a PSA nine, you're going to get 50 bucks as long as you hit the market within the next week or two. Yeah. Population reports do not tank the market within a day or week. We're talking population reports is something that can give you an idea of what's going to happen in the future or if something will be overpopulated at some point in time. But if you go on eBay and you look up a PSA 9 Nido King from XY Evolutions and there was 200 sales in the last month averaging $45 a card, you're in. The only guy who lost would be a guy who bought it for 50 and then tried to sell it for 50. He's just, he, he won't even recuperate his money. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> not, which is why we a, encourage to buy low. That is a great, it's a great point. Um, the other point I, I want to put out here is that there is knowledge. And I think we already touched on it in a little bit previously, but there's knowledge in every single post you see on TikTok, whether it be good or bad, you have to separate. You can learn something. You can learn something. You got to yeah. separate. It's like a toolbox. This guy's an idiot. You this have your own smart. toolbox. You have, the, you have the good tools that you took from somebody else. And you have the bad tools that you didn't want to take from nobody. You're like, I don't ever want to be like that. Those are bad tools. Those are good tools. That's what I look up to. But this is my own toolbox right here. And this is how I like to do it. Absolutely. And I can, I can take a little bit of this tools over here, modify them and make my own tool. And that's how it works. Yes. You know what I mean? You can't just take some... You can't just take, you know, Shivam's word or Pokerev's word or, you know, Alex Hodge's word yeah. or whoever's word on how they collect. And, you know, and that's I'm, how they I'm, do it. I'm never 100% on when someone says, hey, can I start? Can I? What should I do? My answer is always, uh, it depends. Were some of these, were some of these, <laughs> well, we, yeah, that's the one thing. You got to, you got to love the game. Yeah. But some people are so sure of themselves. They're like, you need to do this, this, and this, and this. It's like they give you some cookie cutter yeah, answer. There's no checklist to this thing. You know what I mean? Um, but where I'm like, it really depends how you want to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. How much capital are you starting with yeah. there? And you know, are you, are you willing to go into the red? What do you like? You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you like? What kind of Pokemon? What generation are you like did a you psycho and you can keep everything sealed right behind in your room and just stare at it all day? Maybe you should be a sealed, sealed collector. Yeah. I don't know. So my answer, and that's, I think when you, when you run into people who actually know what they're doing, they're never going to give you a black and white. They're going to give you some gray area answer. That's like, look, you can this, that, and the other. I can't tell you what to do because he, that an expert understands there's angles to this. Everything. I think that's it. That's it. Pokemon Top 5. I'm just going to go right into it, guys. Um, because that was a good chunk of change. Hopefully you guys like it. If you guys like Haunter's Laughs, let us know. There will be more of it. Trust me, I get some 
crazy comments sometimes. And Devin's is on his way here for his fair share. So I won't have to absorb so much hate here pretty soon. <laughs> All right. Number five on the Poke Tower top five. This one's pretty sick. It is a Charmander. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is. Um, I think I saw someone on TikTok. They shared a, um, a Build-A-Bear Charmander. Build-A-Bear has a, a promo Charmander. It's not what I'm talking about, though. So I got curious, started looking for promo Charmanders. I found a Toys R Us Charmander from XY Evolution. Yep, XY Evolutions. Everyone hates that one. Uh, it's a holographic. So you know the throwback Charmander? It's that card, but it's hollow. And it has a Toys a R Us banger. badge on it. It's a banger. Yeah. Toys R Us badge on it. Um, they go for 60 to $80 raw. I'm probably going to make a move on one because I've never seen a, a holographic Charmander that has the throwback art on it. Um, 60 to 80 raw. Again, XY was a terrible print run. I've seen some with nicks on them that are inside the freaking seal. I'm like, how did that get damaged? It, it, it's just Pokemon ruining, you know, that print. Um, but a PSA 10, an offer was accepted at $700. What? That's seven times your money. Yeah, that's a big that's a big scale. Uh, PSA 9, 150 to 300. So Still even, a big scale yeah, at 9. You're, Jesus. You're almost... You're, almost tripling your money oh you are tripling your money in some cases uh so let's say you have 200 bucks you could buy three charmanders right now grade them all even if you got nines on all three of them you would turn that into over a thousand dollars guaranteed you by the time you got your grades back and all that guarantee you uh pokey tower top five that's a sick one i like the that buckshot one. method for those of you yeah just started tuning in when you buy multiples of one card and you get them all graded, that's yeah. a buckshot. I'm going to buy 47 Charizards. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, same idea. Number same four, idea. though. Dope. I like these ones. Yeah, Devin turned me on to this. So, this was something he was looking at when he first started collecting, I remember. Plasma Storm Charizard. So, that's the shiny Charizard from Plasma Storm. One of the first shiny Charizards. But I bet a lot of people didn't know about this next one. Yeah. Well, obviously, you have the Neo set, you know, all that stuff. But still one of the throwback shiny Zards. And then there's a shiny Blastoise in Plasma Storm as well. I was looking at the Blastoise. I almost pulled the trigger on this one. A uh, hundred to three hundred dollars raw. Obviously, a hundred you're gonna find one that's beat to the ground. Yeah. You know, played with. Uh, three hundred you might get closer to that minty look, and I've seen some go even beyond three hundred that are like guaranteed mints. Um, but a PSA ten just recently sold uh, at two thousand with the best offer accepted. What? I'd assume that's an eighteen hundred dollar card right now. Yeah, that's big. Wow. Two K. If someone took an offer at two thousand, you got to think it's anywhere from seventeen hundred to, to nineteen hundred. Yeah, that's insane. When you're talking about a three hundred dollar card. Yeah, that that is insane. Wow. Three times six, eighteen hundred. Yeah, and that's an awesome card. A lot of people are looking at the plasma. I know a lot of people look at the plasma storm Charizard that's shiny. Yeah. Um, but not <clears> a lot of people realize that there's a shiny Blastoise in there right. as well. Nice right, little right. greenback Blastoise. Yeah. Yeah. It's purple and green, yeah. Awesome. Looks awesome. Number three here. We're blasting through these guys because we have, we have a, a huge fan segment today. So, uh, number three, we talked about Neo last week. Now we're talking about specific sets within Neo. So, this is Neo Destiny, Typhlosion, and Feraligator. So, specifically, it's a dark Typhlosion and dark Feraligator. Um, there's a PSA 9 on the market right now for 250 for Typhlosion. And a PSA 9 on the market for 300 for the Feraligator. Why do I like these? Because they're not $1,000 like the Neo Genesis ones <laughs> are. <laughs> right. So it's kind of like, like how we know 
with Rocket Charizard, Dark Charizard, Dark Blastoise, those guys are on the way, right? Right. They're still you can still grab some. They're on the way. So it's the same mentality with those guys that you would do with Neo Genesis. So catch Neo, it before it's out of range. Right. So Neo Genesis Typhlosion is over a thousand bucks in a PSA ten. Yeah. Insane. Charizard didn't reach those prices that fast, but crazy that Typhlosion is following that same pattern. Uh for alligators up there too, in like eight nine hundred for a PSA ten, maybe even more if you check more recent prices. Um, so I like I like the dark Typhlosion and the dark for alligator as a cost efficient lock in a starter Pokemon from Neo idea. Yeah, no, the- dark Typhlosion, dude. I actually like the dark Typhlosion. Art. Yeah, yes, I like I like a lot of the Pokemon from Neo Destiny after. After last yeah, week's episode, light where we and talked, dark Pokemon. Yeah, exactly, and that's another thing I was in touch on. First of its kind. Yeah, for those for those that um, may not have you know the capital for the dark Typhlosion or the for alligator, that's fine. But go check out all the light Pokemon. Right. Go check out all the <clears> light Pokemon <throat> in there. They're not going to be massive bangers, but they are like the first of their kind. When's the last time you saw a, a light yeah. a light Dragonair? Yeah. There's dark Dragonite. Dark, yeah. There's, dark um, there's a non-hollow. There's a hollow error in there. Yeah, I think that's from Rocket. My bad. Take take me back on that. That's from Rocket, um, the Dark Dragonite. But uh, yeah, there's all kinds of cards in that set of light and dark. I think that, there's yeah, some of them are out dark range. Tyranitar. No, maybe there's I think. chase cards like the starters that we're talking about here that are on the top five. Yep. But there's also other a lot of really good cards that. Um, which is what deems Neo Destiny to be such a great um, contender to be on Poke Tower's Top 5. Because yeah. there are tons of cards in there that are kind of one of a kind. Like, yep. I've never seen a light anything right. after that. Yeah, and maybe we'll get a new set here pretty soon one day. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, number two here. <clears throat> I'm about to choke, dude. There's like dust in my throat. Neo Genesis starters. So, again, this is the original for Alligator, Typhlosion, Meganium. No one cares about Meganium. It's kind of sad. Um, it's, it's almost like a Venusaur kind of. Venusaur, like, I mean, no, know, Venusaur is way Venus, cooler. Yeah, no, I know Venusaur is like Venusaur is like <laughs> Venusaur is like no, it, he's like the redhead stepchild. Price range. I'm talking about price range. Oh, I like, think about okay, it. Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Typhlosion falls to Charizard, Charizard being the highest price yeah, starter. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you have for Alligator yeah, falls yeah. to Blastoise, and you have Venusaur. Meganium kind of falls to Venusaur. No one buys Meganium though. Yeah, that's no one. Yeah. So, yeah, but that is true. So, Neo Genesis starters. If you got a bigger wallet. I still think this is a better buy than Neo Destiny, and it's on my list because, man, I had... I second that. I'm watching, like, a handful of Japanese PSA 10 um, Typhlosions, and, you know, the Japanese ones are cheap. They go for, like, 200 300 um, and I got a couple offers as low as 150 and I didn't pull the trigger hmm. because we're trying to lock in that deal with the other guy. So I'm just waiting on that. We'll see what he does. The vintage stuff that we're trying to get into. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, so yeah. Maybe we'll be on be on Gengar's grabs here soon, but yeah. So I'm actually just holding on to some capital because uh, one, I have a giant bulk order on the way for Yu-Gi-Oh that I need to cover, um, and then I have obviously all this vivid voltage that we'll have to get into and XY evolutions that I need to grade. So I have a lot of work to do. Do we we have our 122 card order? Yeah, that's still there. Yeah. Like, that's it, a that's a that's a big is it grading chunk. Yet? Uh, I, last looked? time no, I haven't looked. Um, but last time I checked, it, it was, was level still, three. Huh? Level three? No, it was <clears> sitting <throat> there still. Oh, processing. Well, I mean, on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. PSA guys, <laughs> gotta love it. Gotta get a membership too, okay? Before you start talking to me about PSA. All right, number one, 
vivid voltage singles you got to do it um i'm gonna pull up the text actually from danny fanta my favorite guy in terms of information and transparency he's like he's the best um but let me let me show you a message about vivid voltage and darkness ablaze let me see if i can pull it up yeah well he's pulling that up i have um one thing to hit on here i have you know a good friend of mine that who sent me a car was like hey look there's a here's a amazing rare raikou you know for i think it was like <clears throat> 45 bucks i was like it's great if you want it get it you know what i mean if you don't see yourself picking up any vid- vid- vivid voltage you know booster packs or uh booster box or anything like that yeah go and get the car that you want easiest thing to do but at the same time if they're 45 bucks now and that's the exclusive premium price yeah, yeah. they they may go even lower for the people who you know don't know much about Pokemon who buy up all the uh, stuff and then put on their stuff on eBay to try to right. turn a profit. Yeah. So you might see some red 30 or whatnot, but I still think buying the singles is, is, well, I, let me tell you this. I think, I think, I think buying the singles is, is a good idea. I honestly feel the, the amount of singles that you have bought. I'm not going to pull from my whole case. Yeah. Well, yeah, we actually have a video in mind for that too. So that will be interesting. Yeah. We'll, we'll so, compare what his case pools are to me just shopping yep. for singles. And we'll see who spent more money and who pulled more value. That'll be fun. Um, but this is a message from Danny Fansub, and I haven't gotten any, any new updates on this. Just got news that Vivid Voltage is a one-and-done set with no plans for reprint currently. So you're lucky you got that case. Wow. Expect this to be the first set to sell out prior to release since Ultra Prism. This is absolutely huge news with amazing rares and demand for product. Sealed product could skyrocket immediately. I'll let everyone know if things change. I wonder why that is. Like, why why, why would Pokemon do that knowing that they have a, uh, they have a scout? Maybe they made a massive one print. Like a massive, massive <clears throat> one or, print. Or Pokemon only did Vivid Voltage through pre-orders. Which means if you didn't pre-order from Walmart, Target, or some distributor... Because, again, Danny Phantom is a partner of Pokemon Company. So he gets product just like Target does. And he gets these messages from the up-top distributors. Like, hey, this is news from Pokemon. They're not doing this. You know what I mean? Right. So he's not he's not some guy that's living off of theory. He actually works with the people that supply him cards in bulk. I mean, this guy has pallets on pallets of cards. Um, so again, you know, and this could be Pokemon's way of combating, uh, scalping actually. Yeah. People getting their pre-orders, make sure they get their product in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because now they're not like, Hey, we're not going to, we're not going to overstock target. We're going to give them exactly what they got ordered. And even if a, even if a scalper bought a case, he's not going to get very far. No, because he, one case is nothing when you consider a guy like, Ben Ben J sixty nine who bought forty something boxes of Jirachi the other day. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you you can get your little booster box. That's cute, and you can flip it for double the money the second it goes out of print. But then you're done. That's it. You won't be going back to Target to find more because guess what? It's done. Yep. No more camping. And real collectors will be like, "That's fine. I can still find it. You know, I can still do what Greasy does and buy them. You know." It's yep. not impossible. And maybe that's a way for Pokemon to combat it. 
Uh, we'll see. Maybe it works. Maybe they're experimenting on hey, this. Yeah. Hey, maybe they maybe, know about the whole scalping. Hey, thing. Maybe this makes you know. Maybe this is a turn for modern cards to be more valuable because they've only been printed once. Yep. In a ma- and maybe in a massive quantity or only in pre pre orders as that has how much they how much product they released. Who knows what the the thinking behind Pokemon Company is? But what I'm trying to touch on here is that modern sets we've seen be printed for you know six, seven, eight months, and then they go out of print. Yeah, you know, oh, well, a couple years in some cases, like yeah, face. some of them, a couple years. But yeah, yeah, Infinite Infinite been printed like four times now. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But and even then, the the demand can't be met. Yeah, and so what I think is, you know, if there is, you know, an overpopulation of modern cards, or there is, you know, um, no value in modern cards, uh, you know, as we kind of touched on in, in previously in this podcast, yeah, th- now modern cards are going to have some value because they're going to go out of print right. pretty quick, or they're only <clears> going to be pre order exclusive to right. whoever pre ordered them. And it's one of those rip the band-aids off situations. It's going to hurt initially because people are like, dang, I really wanted to go to the store and get this. Yeah. But, um, you know, Pokemon could really nip this in the bud where they where maybe everything is pre-order only. Maybe everything is behind the shelves at Target. And they, li- they do limits on people. And now kids can get stuff that's hot. Yeah. Collectors can get stuff that's hot. And it's all just chopped across the top. And no one can make fake scarcity no one can make artificial scarcity but look it's sold out guess you got to pay my price it's like no you have all of it it's not sold out you have it all in your closet you know what yeah I mean? <laughs> it's not sold out yeah ben j yeah ben j 69 sitting in the corner of your bedroom have fun with those jirachi boxes by the way i don't think you're gonna sell them all um so have fun sipping and ripping yeah <laughs> some eggnog on christmas you better, you better hope you pull some rainbow umbreons boy <laughs> you better hope you pull you better hope you pull fourteen hundred dollars in rares that'll never happen yeah. um where was i going with that but um no i think it's i think it's good um because you know maybe maybe target starts doing like so they do target gamestop walmart everyone everyone does pre-orders and they're like by the way you can only do two at checkout and scalpers are like what 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 you know what i mean yeah um and yeah you could use a different email you could use a different name and you could you could work that way but they got to squirm for that you got to work hard for that and it could sell out by the time they could log into enough accounts yeah um and i know there's like software where bots can kind of buy stuff out like that i'm not i'm not retarded um but it makes it much harder for them um and yeah you know it's i think it's gonna be great it's it's gonna be great i think i think it's a test and then maybe it has nothing to do with that. Maybe, but I for for some reason I feel like Pokemon's or maybe it's because these amazing this. rares are came out and they want those to be you know amazingly rare. Yeah, they want those to be amazingly rare. Yeah, exactly. that's another thing. Let me read that. Let me read that to you guys. So there was another thing that I sent to you, right? Uh, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So there's another page that I follow on Instagram, like the average pool. He always about. gets the scoop on yeah. new stuff. I love this guy. His name's Team Rockets Vault. You guys are probably yeah, aware I like of this him. guy a lot too. Super cool guy. I I, I enjoy his content. Um. And he, he just, his motto is he only hunts rare cards, which I really like. Um, but Sword and Shield Vivid Voltage, this was a promo he made about a week ago. Amazing rares are two to three per box on average and come in green code card packs in reverse slots. That means they're where the reverse hollow would be. You hear that? Like two to three per box. So that means you probably have eight, four, or six, four. Wait, how many boxes did you get? There's, I, only, I got one case, which is six booster boxes. So two to three per box. That would be at least 12. At least 12 amazing rares. No, there's two in every three boxes. 
What? That's that's what it says. No. Two out of three per box. Two slash three per box. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Now I'm more excited. That's great. That's good. So, like, you, oh, so you, you should get at least 12 amazing rares. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But that's... That's it. That's only double the amount of secret rares you get per box. So a se- you're supposed to get one secret rare per box. Right. So all they did was say, hey, you can get an amazing rare at double the rate that you would have pulled a secret rare. So that actually kind of makes it rare. Yeah, and these are the first prints of them too. You know what I mean? This, yep. is, this isn't a... Uh, you know, secret rares that have been printed many, I like many, that. many times. I like the idea of making Pokemon rare. Now, what do we do for the kids? I think it's simple. We we stop supporting endorsing resellers online, um, and the kids will be able to start finding their packs at stores. Yes. They will. I know they will. And I think Pokemon's going to figure this out. Gengar's grabs, guys. Let's get it. We're evolving. There we go. Uh, Gengar's grabs this week was real small. Obviously, I told you guys um, I got to save my pennies. I'm running a business here. Um, <clears throat> so, the only card we got was from Vivid Voltage, and it's the shiny Galarian Obstagoon. It's a gold card. It looks insane. Banger. Yeah, he's like blue, red. I mean, it's the shiny Obstagoon. If you don't know who shiny Obstagoon is, look it up. Well, in the same time, this, the same same time too, that you don't ever see a shiny gold Pokemon. It's the first of its kind, like we talked about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's first of its kind, so it's awesome. Besides the Orangaroo. Yeah, Orang- Orangaroo is in this set as a shiny as well. Yeah. But what I'm what I'm saying is Vivid Voltage is the first set to introduce a shiny gold Pokemon card. So maybe we're expecting something. Maybe something's on the horizon for Shiny V. Yeah. Shiny Star V, right? That's what yep. it's called. Yep, yep. Um, so I like it a lot. Um, how this you, is how not, much did you get it for? 40 bucks. That's not bad. I paid, I, well... Gold cards typically are anywhere from thirty to forty bucks yeah, when they're saying. Pokemon. That's not, that's not bad. Yeah. So, again, guys, my thoughts with gold cards: the trainer cards I think are going to be great long term uh, grading them. Like again, I just sold a uh, PSA nine uh, Cherish Ball for sixty bucks like two days ago. So uh, I didn't want it, but um, y- you can get you know you can get good money for them. I got a netball here that's worth eighty something bucks and a PSA ten, and I have it. Um, so. The trainer cards I don't think are that great in terms of like if you're trying to make a lot of money, but they the math just works when you grade them either way. Yeah. Uh, but the Pokemon gold cards, and I'm talking about all of them. I'm talking about Galarian. Uh, what's that guy? Perserker. I'm talking about Frostmoth. I'm talking about Obstagoon, Rillaboom, Colossal, uh, Orangaroo, Colossal. All the gold Pokemon cards I think are going to be great, great long term. Yeah. Because there's actually not a lot of them. You only get one or two per set. Whereas they may print five or six rainbow Pokemon in one set. Yep. So, um, and again, I just bought this card because I love the I love the shiny Obstagoon. I don't care for the regular Obstagoon. The shiny one looks sick. I wanted it so bad when I got the Sword and Shield video game. Yeah. Um. Just a crazy looking. He reminds me of like yeah. Zoro. Add, it, add it with like the gold particles. He's on like Zoro Arc on drugs cool. or something. It's like Zor. <laughs> yeah. I, I put a caption on crack, my crackhead Zorark. Yeah, if Zorark was like a circus act, that's what he would look like. Yeah. Um. So I bought it for the look. I think it's really cool. I probably won't sell it unless I buy a couple more. So actually, when I'm waiting for his release week, maybe I can do that dollar cost average mentality here. Get a couple for thirty, thirty five, and that'll knock down this forty dollar price point that I paid to get the card before release day. What do you got? All right. So for uh, my grabs, I picked up two. Um, Vivid Voltage pre- uh, pre-release, right? Yeah. Pre-release Lugias. So, Look at that, guys. He listened to our own advice. Yeah. 
Actually, I bought it that episode, like right then and there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, pull, <laughs> up, I'm gonna pull up a message from someone too. Went and bought it. Like we were talking about it. I was like, wait a minute, pre-release Lugia. Lugia is my favorite Pokemon. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I might as well grab it now before it's up in the three hundred, four hundred dollars. You know. So let's see here. Um, shout out to uh, Michael Galvin. He actually went out and bought a uh, Lugia as well for twenty five bucks. Pre-release Lugia. Hey, Stoked. Michael Galvin got it from Gengar's grabs. That's right. That's what I'm talking about, guys. And I got another message on uh, Instagram from someone's like, "Dude, Gengar's grabs." So super pumped on that. Oh my gosh, I was gonna go through my messages, but they're lit right now. Okay, yeah, wait. we. Hey, so this is just a small little um, part here for anyone who's going out there buying these cards that we're talking about. Send us a message. Drop it in our comments. You can always email us at thepokytowerpodcast at gmail.com. Or, you know, hit us up on Facebook, YouTube comments, whatever it is. Let us know what you guys picked up from, from our podcast. You know what yeah. I mean? We're always excited to hear like, hey, I picked up that Neo Destiny Typhlosion that you guys are talking about. That's sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it gives us a good a good gauge of, you know, how many people we're actually, you know, reaching out to and how many people are actually, you know, listening, taking the advice. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I think I think it's cool. <clears throat> it's a lot. Yeah. No, it's I'm talking five to ten people a week. Yeah, will message me and say, "Dude, I bought that card." Yeah, I'm like, "Oh crap!" Like it's it's awesome because you're gonna if you grade it, you're gonna win. I promise. Very very a very small percentage of these cards are going to flop, if any. Is that it for that? That's it. Okay. All right. So before we get into uh, the questions for this week, we got a lot. Let's talk about the giveaway. This week's giveaway is going to put the pressure on our TikTok creators. Um, I really like this idea because it, it makes you guys make content, which makes you guys better content creators, which means you might be able to build your following. Every video you post is an opportunity for you to become the next biggest thing. Think of it like that. So with that being said, for the giveaway this week, we want you guys to make your own video and you have to tag me and my brother. It's Gengar Greasy and no gimmicks. You have to tag us. Make a video, funny, inspiring, inspiring, motivational, whatever it is. Tell us what your favorite thing is about the Pokey Tower podcast. We will watch every video and we'll pick a winner. And I'm going to tell you what the prize is right now so that you can work for this one. Oh, wow. <laughs> the winner will get an amazing rare Zamazenta from Vivid Voltage. Oh, yeah. One that I personally bought. You will get it if you win this contest. So make a video, tag us, let us know what your favorite thing is about the Pokey Tower podcast. I want it to be original. I want it to be creative. Why am I saying that? Because I'm challenging challenging you to make better content. And and if this also is extended to all the people who haven't made any content at all, yeah, like have no videos on shot. there. Shoot your shot, yeah. Make this your first video, and maybe it gives you some some drive and some push to start making some pack opening videos. Right. Go make you know, some, break you know? the seal, break yeah. the seal, and don't be scared to put out your content and what you believe in. Yep. Put your face on camera, say some good stuff. Um, again, and just tell, let us know what you like about the podcast, and encourage others to check it out. We're not going to go by likes or views. I'm literally going to watch every video like I did my last giveaway. And I'm going to find the one that hits me the hardest. So is Devin. We're going to watch it together. Oh, yeah. We will come to a consensus and you will get an amazing rare Zamazenta, which is valued at about $25 to $45 right now. You want it? Hustle for it. 
Anything else? That's it. All right, let's get into the fan questions for the day. This is going to be fun. All right, guys, we're moving on through this podcast pretty quick. Uh, approaching the fan question segment here. Uh, this right here is our probably our favorite because we get to hear from you guys. We get to answer your questions, all the things you guys love, all the, things you, all the insightful things you have to tell us. Yes. Um, any question you guys are wondering about, any knowledge that you guys might not have and you want us to fill in the blanks for you, hey, we love doing it. We appreciate all the um, support that you guys have given us. Uh, the first question here is coming from a guy that has been on the podcast before, Chase Gordon, also known as Too Old to Collect. Long-time listener now. Long-time listener. So, <laughs> hey, thank you for the support. Thank you so much for uh, reaching out, giving us these questions um, to answer for you. Uh, we love doing it. Let's get right into it. If so, you guys hear my son screaming, it's because he's sick and he's very upset. So sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chase, thanks for the questions again. Oh, and I want to say this too before we start. You guys are resilient. I remember last week we were like, hey, I'm disappointed you didn't send any questions for the show. I don't know what to tell you. And what do you know? We got some questions. So hopefully yeah. we didn't guilt trip you guys. We just really enjoy this part. And uh, I know that people have a million questions because I get them on my TikTok. I'm like, hey, this would have been useful. And some of some of these questions, they make us research. Like, yeah, we, we look yeah. We're like we didn't even know about this. Like we've gotten a question before. Where like we didn't even know about this. We got, you know, multiple um, <clears throat> things that we go and look up. We're like, wow, this is really cool. Or, or oh, wow, this is when this came out. Or, oh, wow, look at that. And um, it's not saying that, you know, we're, we're you know, naive to any of uh, the Pokemon content. But to be like, hey, I know every single Pokemon card that's out there. And I know every single set. That's just unrealistic. Right. Um, but getting right into the question. Again, Chase Gordon, thank you very much for this question. What is the best way to start a Pokey TikTok? That's the first question coming from Chase Gordon. He has a few, which is no big problem. Um, so... The best way to start, um, enter into the giveaway. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> enter into the giveaway, be, make a video. It might be. It might, yeah, that might be a lucrative way to do it, but I know for me, I just started my um, my pokey talking <clears throat> uh, like three months ago when I got right back into collecting, and uh, my first video was just addressing everyone who has s sent support mm -hmm. on a video that my brother made for me um, when I was going through some really hard times, and uh, after that... I, I really just started um, opening up packs. I started showing my hauls. Yeah. Um, I don't think there really is any right or wrong way to do it. Everyone enjoys content differently, and everyone enjoys different content. Um, Let me tell you this. You have to be yourself. That's And I know that's generic, but what I mean by that is the Pokey TikTok community is ultra-saturated. If you're going to do a video of you opening a pack without your face on camera... There's millions of those on TikTok and, you know, you can't watch them all. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. What you kind of you kind of have to find ways to separate yourself from others, um, whether that's, uh, you know, being funny or, you know, talking smack. I don't know. Whatever you want it to be, um, you have to be different. And I think the way to start a pokey TikTok is, again, you have to consume the crap out of content. Because when you can see where Pokemon is and what's hot and what's not, like we talked about with tools in the toolbox, you take bits and pieces and then you yeah. create this thing. Um, Your own thing. Right. Now, and I, and I started, what I, I started just opening packs without my face on camera. I was, you know, shy and just opening packs with the front camera on my hands, you know. And that was cool, but that was also when TikTok first started. The game's completely changed. Um, and I hate to say that you'd have to provide value to people, which you don't. But you have to find something that attracts their attention. 
and i think simply ripping open packs is is a dying content uh you know piece that you could do i mean obviously you could do it occasionally but if that's all you have um it's not really giving someone a reason to stop by yeah we had this uh i had this conversation with danny i was like um <clears throat> i was like i don't i'm i don't want to put out any more videos of me just opening up packs um i but i was like i have this kind of this other idea where i take you know kind of like a a rolling like a backwards like reverse type video of a single card with like some cool background yeah you know in the back yep. and um art yeah just art it's cool stuff for people to look at cool cards for people to look at mm-hmm. you know fan favorite pokemon whatever um because i was when i would go on the comments and i see people comment on my stuff and i would go to their page it was just them opening up packs which again everyone has their own thing and maybe that's your therapy maybe that's how what helps you move along through life that's fine we're not i'm not I'm not nagging or, you know, um, discrediting anyone's post. Any yeah, content no, you make is, is great. Yep. It, it, doing it is better than doing nothing. That's for yeah. sure. And, um, but I was like, you know what? There is a lot of it out there. I've, I've been seeing multiple, multiple pages of just people opening up packs, you know, just from the, you know, the back view or, or, or whatever of their uh, camera. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, my page kind of looks similar to that. So I stopped doing it and I started making, you know, videos that I, I've never really seen before and videos that I thought I would really, really enjoy. Um, that's how that's that's how my little pokey talk career has been going and um i don't really think there's a right or wrong way to do it absolutely not and think about you also should think about what people say about you does your circle say you're funny does your circle say you're smart does your circle say you're entertaining because that's what it comes down to when you're creating content it's it could be art it could be uh entertainment uh, it could be comedy it could be educational or like news um it there's different categories you could fall yourself into. I don't even know what I am. I feel like I'm entertainment because I, I do a little bit of everything. Um, sometimes I'm funny. Sometimes I'm serious. Sometimes it's informational. It really depends on how I'm feeling that day. Um, but that's me being myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a, uh, you know, news anchor that reports on every change in the Pokemon market. There are guys that do that though. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'm not that guy. So, um, it really, Looking for some, you're looking for some uh, creator. If you're looking to try to make some more content, some good creators I could put out there um, that are not very well known, um, that have been supporters of us, is like PokeBen824. Yeah. He has great content. It's usually always very positive. He's always mm-hmm. coming up with new ideas, new things. Um, maybe you can, you know, do out a few videos from other creators that you like. That yeah. could be another way for you, you know, to get your, your... Sometimes it's being interactive. Yeah, TikTok exactly. is highly interactive and you just kind of play stupid and you're like, hey guys, I got this card. What do you think? And you just, and your, your engagement comes from all the people like thinking they're experts. Like, oh, that card sucks. You know, everyone's got their two cents. Yeah. Also, um, so, but if you have, if you don't have the skin thick enough for that, you probably don't want to do that. Cal Summers. Another really oh, great, yeah. another really great hilarious you know, sometimes. content creator in terms of collecting cards. And he, he does, does a little bit of everything. And he does Pokemon. Yep. Does, he yep. has a hockey base. A little bit of everything, like Danny just said. Um, and another one I really like is Pack Hunter. He makes, you know, videos yep. of him dropping, you know, cards into his, you know. His Pokemon safe. His Pokemon safe. He has, you know, videos of him opening up packs with friends. He has vi- videos of him doing everything, you know, going to stores and not coming up coming up empty with Champion's Path. Yeah. Like, it's all funny, knowledgeable <clears throat> stuff. Fun stuff to watch. One of my um, favorites is um this is this is someone who actually does just standard openings, uh, and then some. Sometimes he shares collectible information, but um the Corey story, he's one of the few guys that like he just 
I feel like I, I feel like I've seen him. Yeah, he's cool. He's yeah. all, he opens up packs. I mean, and he rips packs. Like, I mean, he opens a lot of packs, which is what I respect about him. Like, this guy's a true Pokemon collector. He's in the hobby, just tearing. Yeah, and I love that. Um, not everyone has to be an investor or like a card flipper. Some people just love collecting sets. And uh, the Corey story is real honest uh, when he comes to that type of stuff. Um, <clears throat> but then he also has questions like he, sometimes he'll share a card, a picture of his card. And he's like, hey, guys, I want to grade this this Charizard. What do you think about it? And he lets the comments dominate. Um, and that's one way of playing it. You know what I mean? Put the pressure on your audience um, if you're not good at making content. Yeah. You know, there's there's a million ways to chop it up. Uh, let's get in the next I one. I hope that answered your question, um, Chase Gordon. For your next question here, it looks like you say, what are your favorite pokey videos on TikTok? Um, I mean, me <laughs> me in general, I, I really enjoy um, comedy. Um, I like uh, oh, yeah, comical dude, videos. <laughs> I also like people who do their own um, renditions of Pokemon. So people um, here, like uh, Russy V. Russy V, he like he draws a lot of stuff. He draws a lot of stuff yeah. that's Pokemon related, and I love that. I think it's awesome. Um, and there is... Another guy that I can't think of, but he draws like Pokemon in like zombie form. And I love that as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He has like this zombie Mewtwo. Oh man. It, it, it's a really cool page. Those are, those are the videos that I, I like the most. Um, they're probably my favorite videos is just watching. Um, so you're saying if you saw Pokemon art all day, you'd be cool with that? If that oh, was yeah. just in your for you yeah. page? Yeah. I mean, cause I, I rip open packs myself. So watching someone else rip open a pack, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I just ripped open the you know, 30 of them. I'm kind of tired of ripping open packs. Let's see, for me, what's my favorite Pokey videos? To be honest, when I'm on TikTok, um, I actually get stay away from Pokemon a lot just because I'm on my For You page is just a little bit of everything um, from like politics to just comedy skits <clears throat> to like funny stuff. Like I actually find a lot of funny stuff. Animals is on my stuff. <laughs> but, but when you, Animals when you, getting do, but when you do watch Pokey videos, which ones do you like the most? Uh, Informational, uh, funny... Hmm. Insight. I think. Let's see. My favorite. Oh, I can tell you, my favorite Pokey Talker is Alex Hodges. Um, he's probably the most honest and down to earth person we have right now in the community. Um, he's not too bougie. I really don't like Pokey Talkers that are just too bougie. Like, hey, what's up? Let's open some pack. Cal Summers makes fun of them. Yeah, Cal Summers is great. Um, Big shout out to you, man. But it it seems insincere to me um, when people act like that. Uh, that's just my personality, though. Maybe they actually are really happy. I can't tell them that, but. Alex Hodges is always like down to earth, chill. Um, mm-hmm. He does a mixture of news. He does a mixture. He's uh, he even does you know he kind of grades you know he gives hot, the hot value hot garbage packs. Or I enjoy that um, because it educates kids on you know if you're gonna buy Pokemon cards at least try and give yourself a shot. Um, and then he does some comedy here and there where he you know he'll rip someone in the comments and uh, you know it's his he doesn't really have a formula in terms of. Uh, what he does is just everything he does is creative. Yeah. Um, and he's always telling a story. So, uh, I watch his stuff a lot and he was actually one of the first people to follow me when I made a TikTok. So that's why I'm kind of loyal to him. Like when I had 10 followers, he was like one of 10. That's cool. Yeah. And I remember I did my first video. Hey, Alex Hodges. He, one of my first videos. He come was like, fo- let's go come follow me. <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but Chase Gordon, also known as too old to collect. Um, just to touch on one thing, man, I have seen some of your videos where you, um, come up with your own names for the pokemon yeah. i thought that was funny well yeah because he I tagged me great. he tagged me in the, the the pack opening my custom packs he did it yeah and he calls well, the pokemon that, by like weird names like however he thinks that by the way that that pack opening video was great i liked 
the quality of the video. It wasn't in like 480p. It was it was HD. Yeah. The audio was good. The picture was good. The story behind it was good. The angles were were great, and you had a little bit of your personality in there, naming the Pokemon. You know, whatever you're naming them. Yeah, which is great. You know, and um, the other thing too is like. It's your, 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 your presence. You know what I mean? Like I, think, I think that's what it is. I enjoy the, not the quality of like, I shot this with a 4k camera. It's the quality of the, the production, you know, using your TikTok tools, <clears throat> making sure that you're in decent lighting. Yeah. I respect those things more than content. Yep. It's like, Hey, this guy's like, it's almost like he wearing post out. You know what I mean? He yeah. Just, he just, it was just thoughtful. Throw it, out there. Yeah. it was thoughtful. Exactly. It's not, I'm just going to post some crap and throw it at the wall. It was it was, I'm going to make a well thought out post and, uh, you know, put it up. And it, it, at that point to me, it doesn't matter because it's something you can follow. It's like reading a book or it's like wearing a suit when you go to a, an interview. Yeah. You're just presenting a nice picture. You're yeah. packaging it up nicely. Yep. And that to me, I respect anyone who makes anything. I'm like, Hey, you, you didn't, you didn't half ass this. And I respect that more. Even if it was like bad content, I'd be like, look, dude, you still, you still care about the product you're putting out. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm trying to think of something that would be like that. Yeah, just because people don't care about it now doesn't mean that, you know, people aren't going to go back and you do get a following and be like, oh, wow, his videos yeah, are crappy. But they're, they're going to go back and be like, wow, he's still, yeah. you know, at, at video one, he still was putting out awesome content. Think about think about Starbucks. Quality content. Think about Starbucks and during Christmas. Everyone wants that stupid Christmas cup. It's still the same crap in the cup. Oh, yeah. But it's the presentation. Yep. That changes everything. Um, and I'm not saying you need a an, an iPhone 11 Pro Max. I'm just saying, you know. Be thoughtful, and you'll. I think you'll win every time. So, those are my favorite videos. Well thought out, articulate videos that have a point to them, yeah. instead of just "Hey, look at me!" Oh, yeah. Unless it's really funny, then I'm all over it. You know, comedy is just that's where I'm at with that. This question right here. <clears throat> um, I hope to answer your question. Uh, your second question. You have a third question here. If you could build your own collection box, what could, what would you put in it? Six packs, two promos, two pins. And I believe he said a jumbo card as well. One, yeah, well, one yeah, jumbo he, card. he had. I think we missed this question a, a week ago. So this was actually there. It was our fault. We didn't check our emails oh, no. to add it. So he almost asked the same questions twice, kind of. But we'll you, we'll get into it. But yeah. Cool. Uh, are we talking modern? I'm gonna go modern. Build your own collection. Okay. Then whatever you want. Okay. Um. Okay, hold on. If you guys hear my son crying, I'm sorry. He's all phlegmed up. Uh, let's see. We have... I'll go base set. <laughs> one base set. One jungle. Um, one rocket. Uh, one gym challenge. Not gym heroes, but gym challenge. <clears throat> uh, Neo Genesis. And a Sky Ridge. Okay. Okay, so that's the six packs. The two promos. What would I do for promos? I would try to get um, a first edition Shadowless Machamp that came inside the starter deck, the original starter deck. Not the shadowed first edition Machamp, but a first edition Shadowless Machamp, a real one. I'd get that, and I would put in... Um, ooh, man, that second one would be hard. I would say any of... I would say like a, a Pikachu, like... Uh, promo shiny, card ma- shiny from Mega movie? Gengar <clears throat> from the movie. Remember the Pokemon movie in 1999? Right. I would get that like kids WB promo card of like Pikachu or Mewtwo. That'd be my second one. Uh, and two pins. 
Um, I actually have a pin collection. Let me see if I can find any that I'd want right now. Cause I don't, I don't really have a list of what I go for. It's just if I see a pin collection box, I get it. Um, okay, if I could get, if I could get two pins, I already have a Blastoise pin. I would love to get a Charizard pin and a Venusaur pin. Pin. That's what I'll do. Mine would be an ultra vintage collection box for twenty dollars, like the Jirachi box. Cool. Um, Jumbo card could be any. I mean, it could be a six mega packs. Gengar. We're looking at go modern. I'm doing um <clears throat> oh crap. No, this is gonna be a little a little different right here. Um so I'm gonna do uh Neo Neo Destiny or Neo Gen uh Neo Genesis would be the first one. Neo Genesis. I'm gonna do Neo Genesis. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do Shining Legends. Oh wow. That's gonna, like okay. Yeah. I'm gonna do uh Call of Legends. I'm gonna do uh Aqua Aquapolis, that was its own set, I'm pretty sure. Aquapolis? Aquapolis, yeah. So yeah. that's what, three packs now or four? That was before Skyridge, I think. Was that three or four? Four. That's four packs? Yeah. Um, I'm going to do Lost Thunder. Whoa. Yeah. And uh Lost Profits. Um what is Oh, what is the other one? Hold on. Um, um, um XY, um, evolutions. Not XY. No, no, no. no. I'm, I know, I know. What I'm gonna say is I'm gonna, I'm gonna exchange the XY pack that comes Steam in every siege. collection box. You know, yeah. That one XY evolutions pack comes in every box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Skip base set. Oh, there you go. Yeah, just base set. Boom. Uh, my two promos would be um, the Lugia promo um, from the Poke Park opening exclusive. It'd be one of my promos. Devin's got his promos down. Um, my second promo would be like. I hope this comes out. I haven't seen it yet, um, but like an XD shadow, you know, Lugia, like the dark, the black Lugia with the red eyes. Yeah. He would be my other promo. Oh, crap. Okay. My two pins would be a regular Lugia pin. Oh, my gosh. And a dark Lugia pin. And then my massive card would be a Lugia. Okay, so my pretty much card. if you just... The whole collection box If you made Lugia, a fake box with Lugias in it, Devin would probably buy it. Yeah, so I don't, know, I don't know if you noticed, but all the packs that I called out have Lugias in them. Lost Thunder has um, Rainbow Lugia. Yeah. Um, Call of Legends has Shiny Lugia. You have Shiny Legends has Shiny Lugia. What if they're all light packs? Negative. <laughs> That's a, a big pass. Yeah. These all, these have to have all bangers in them. That's they're all heavy all packs, those. guys. Yeah. So we get to choose if they're loaded too. And by the way, the yeah, they're heavy. So. Yep. That would be my uh, my custom collection box. Um, Chris Rossetti, our uh, giveaway winner, he's got a question. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Chris Rossetti, also known as Christopoli, right? Yeah. All right. Christopoli, uh, thoughts on Japanese GX tag team? I've been looking into them for my collection and for my son as he gets older. Some cards I have on my watch are Umbreon SV69 and Umbreon Neo and Erica's Venusaur. Any thoughts on these? Japanese tag team I have no opinion on. Um, you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to say... Either or on that, because I haven't done enough research to give you an opinion. Um, but if you if you know something that we don't, I mean, yeah, I think I think Japanese is always going to be the cheaper alternative for the time being. Um, so I mean, if you can get, I think I know which one you're talking about. Like, was a tag team? So you get Zekron Pikachu. Like mm -hmm. we talking about that tag team? Yeah, yeah, that's the one he's talking about. 
Um, yeah, there's some there's some bangers in there. There's the Gengar in there that I want. Oh, oh, the one that comes in the Japanese tag team. Um, um, um that that doesn't come in the American. I think. Um, I think. Don't quote me on this. Um, is that Trevenant and uh, Dusnor? That's a sick card. That is a sick card. I think. I think that comes. We in were the looking Japanese at that for the GX Halloween episode. Team. But yeah, we couldn't yeah, find yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it could, it could be good, and I. I think if you just naturally attracted to it, yeah, you put it aside for you and your son. Yeah, and I honestly think that the backs of I, I'm I'm attracted to the they're better quality yeah, cards to the back of the um of the Japanese cards. I think the art on the back is a whole lot better than the American versions of them. And like Denny said, the quality is a lot better. And I have yeah. seen that out of the Japanese cards that Denny has shown me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never had interest in any Japanese cards personally. But um, I don't. I think they're a great alternative and. Um, I, honestly, you can't go wrong with tag team. That's that's like a um, a mutual agreement me and Denny have in terms yeah. of uh, favorite sets of Pokemon cards. We love tag team. We love unified minds. Or team up. Yeah, we love team up. That's team up. Saying. Sorry. Yeah, team up. So Japanese GX tag team is, is a, almost an equivalent of team up. Uh, some cards he has on his watch are Umbreon SV69. That's a great card. That's a great, great card. Um, raw or graded. Because even if you bought it graded at a premium right now, um, I think long term, long term, Hidden Fates will be great. There's going to be a lot of master set collectors that want the entire shiny vault in PSA. So if you ever wanted to move from that card, it would be great. If you ever wanted to keep that card, Umbreon's one of my favorite Pokemon. So yeah, and in shiny form, yeah, it's awesome. The, with the blue rings, it yep. looks sick. Yep. Um, I don't have one myself. Uh, that's one of the ones I'm missing from the shiny vault. I think but, I'm uh, missing him too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Um, I, if I had to eyeball it, I wouldn't pay more than 40 to $60 for that card. Now I don't know the comps and I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going off my experience. No, I think, I think, I think, Law? Um, yeah, I think Espeon and, and, and the shiny Espeon and shiny Umbreon. 70? About 70 bucks. 70, 70. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I do know the Umbre the Espeon is a little higher. Yeah. They're like, they're like, cause they're a drastic okay. change. In terms I would of say Chinese. no more. I would say no more than 80. Yeah, off top my off top my head. Now, if you just find a banger out there that's just perfect, then yeah, you pay ninety or whatever they want. You do it. Yep. Um, and then it looks like he's also looking at uh, Umbreon from Neo Gen. Yeah, yeah, that one's sick. That's one of the most highly coveted Umbreons there are. Oh yeah. Um, unfortunately, all the raw ones are he's just got a, beat. Yeah, he's got a pretty big premium too. Um, yeah, you're talking eighty bucks for one that's like gonna get you a PSA five. Yeah. So. But, I mean, if you could just find one that's legendary, I mean... Yeah, if it's for your collection, for you and your son to look at, you're not really trying to turn a profit on it. I love that artwork on yeah. that one, though. I would he, say that's, that's a looks great like card a, to be looking at. He doesn't look like an Umbreon. He looks like a devil dog, um, which is kind of cool. Like, yeah. he looks like a little demon. Um, but, and then PSA is upwards of a 1,000, like, even for, like, 8s and 9s, I think. Yeah. So, that's uh, huge. I'm not up to speed on that one, but I've I seen it. Um, and I remember watching it recently on an episode of uh, one of Pokey Reb's videos. So that's a good one. Another one is Erica's Venusaur. That's one that's actually been on my like my watch list for a while, and I yes. just haven't pulled the trigger on it. American or Japanese? Um, that's from Gym Challenge, I believe. Yeah, I, I like I like Erica's Venusaur. Um, I think I was just looking at one recently, um, but I've always liked the uh, the Gym Challenge and uh, what's the other one, Gym. Heroes, gym heroes. Mm-hmm. I've always liked those because I like the I like the trainer that's the on, badge it, on it, you know, yeah. the badge and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. And uh, Venusaur <clears> being <throat> one of the starters and one of the underdogs in terms of, uh, you know, first gen Pokemon. I like it a lot. Right. I like that pick a lot, and I think I honestly think it's going to have a lot of value if you're trying to turn it for some type of profit. So our thoughts on them, 
they're they're good cards. Those are all great picks. Those are yeah. actually things that I would buy. Yeah, I would because I actually like the Pokemon. I love yep. Umbreon, modern and uh, vintage. I like Venusaur. Uh, more vintage Venusaur than modern, unless they make a V Max, then that changes everything. I second that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and then christopher has been hit sending me messages too. So obviously, if you find something, if you find something in your iffy, uh, let me know. Just send me a message or whatever, and um, I'll try and you know take a look as soon as I can. Um, and hopefully, you know, you can make a good a good buy. Yeah, I hope that answered your question there, uh, Christopoli. I'll. S- Real name, Chris uh, Chris Rosetti. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you again for sending in the question. Awesome question. Um, but looks like we have, what, two more questions from uh, yeah. Chase Gordon? Yeah. To, and uh, also known as Too Old to Collect. So for the other listeners out there, you guys are looking at some uh, more Pokey Talkers to go follow. Um, these guys right here obviously tuning into us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously taking a lot of our advice. Oh, yeah. And, and you can uh, tell. So if you're looking for other Pokey Talkers, you know, just to support you know what i mean and and know that they have some good content out there hey go check them out yep um so chase gordon here is your next question what is the best single pack you can get for under 50 bucks i did my i had to do some research on this and i still don't know if i can make a decision on that right now um let me pull up my ebay because i did have i did have something formulated and okay so let me let me say this Without doing any research, this is what I would do. Pokemon Sealed Booster Pack. No names, not vintage, not modern. Pokemon Sealed Booster Pack. I go to my filters. I put in the price. <clears throat> I put in 20 to $50. That's all I'm interested in. I don't care if it's new, vintage, or not. I'm going to go off right off the bat. Here we go. I'm interested to see what this is. First one. A heavy... Pokemon Platinum Base Set Sealed Booster Pack for 40 bucks. Huh. Oh. Buy it now. I'm telling you right now that if I had some itch for Platinum, I would buy that right now. When when did the when did the weighing thing stop happening for Pokemon packs? That's a good question. Um I'm actually not sure. So Platinum base set card list is what I'm doing. This is what this is what I would do for anything, guys. I'm not educated on Platinum. That was the one game I never played. Uh, so what I do is I go on Google, I look up Pokemon Platinum base set card list. I scroll to the bottom of one of these pages and I look for the hits. <clears throat> Sorry if I'm breathing hard, guys. Uh, let's see here. So there's a shiny Vulpix. That actually looks dope. Um, there's a Shaman X, level X. There's a Giratina, level X. There's Palkia, level X. Uh, Shaman again. Shiny Swablu, shiny Lotad. Uh, shiny or no, just Dialga, um, X, and that's pretty much. It. And they got some reverse hollows. So then, my next step would be to search those six to eight cards, see if anyone see what they're going for, see if them are bangers, and then I would also see what the worst one is. Like, yeah. what if shiny Lotad is only worth twenty bucks? Yeah, raw. Then then you're out. You know, well, you have to grade them. You'd have to grade it. Yeah, but because it's a heavy pack, you're pretty much guaranteed to hit. So you you would want to say, hey, is forty dollars worth the worst rare in this pack? So then you're like, well, Lotad is the worst hollow in this pack you could pull. Mm-hmm. So now I'm gonna go to eBay, look up PSA Lotad shiny platinum base set, whatever. Yeah, see what they sell for. If it has a hundred dollar price tag on it, you you buy the damn pack because you know that the worst pull in a heavy pack would be a Lotad. Anything else would be higher than that. Yeah, I just want to say that 
I love I love this question and I like that how the way that Denny just covered it. I have that's with like zero studying though. Yeah, I obviously have, if I, I had fifty a, bucks, uh, I would I would look more. I have a uh, serious problem with the uh, with the unknown. So I know I like to rip open packs, and obviously there's a whole there's a whole bunch of unknown in terms of ripping open packs. But I'm the kind of guy that doesn't go and buy one booster pack from the store. I usually like to buy booster boxes or elite trainer boxes because they have multiple packs in them. And although I probably, I might lose money over it, I like ripping open packs. But to buy one single pack for fifty bucks for me that's scary. That's yeah. like that's super scary for me because the the amount of uncertainty that may be there, like not knowing what I'm gonna get. I mean, I could have a good idea. Like Danny just explained. I like the way that he explained it. I like the way they touched on it. That's if someone said, "Hey, fifty bucks, go now." Yeah, that's that's great. But in terms of knowing myself, um, the reason why I can't really touch on this um, question too much is just because I'm really scared of of the unknown. You know, and um, if I were to go and spend fifty dollars, fifty dollars for a collector like myself that hasn't quite hit his avalanche. Um, takes away from a lot. I can go buy a $50 raw card, you know, get better returns. Yeah. Might, might be able to get better returns because I know more about that card and I, and I can trust my eye. Um, so, yeah. Hey, Danny spoke some truth on that. I actually like that a lot. I may actually now be looking at single yeah. packs, you know, between yeah. 20 and $50 and seeing what, what I can come you up gotta with. You got to use your filters on eBay. Yeah. I like that a lot. It's a skill. I like guys. that idea a lot. I True think skill. That was a great, great response to the question. Um, and again, so my answer, if I now looking at it with more, I've, I've had more time to look on eBay. This is just a few minutes now. <laughs> Imagine if I had a day to figure this out. Right. Um, with just a few minutes now, I can safely say I would, with $50, I would probably want to try and find any Pokemon black and white or platinum diamond pearl heavy pack. That would be my best bet to find something under 50 bucks. I agree on the black and white. I love... I love the whole black and white now, series Pokemon, especially if they're heavy. If they're you know, heavy, what's, what's yes. crazy though is that you know you stretch yourself out just a little bit more to that hundred dollar, hundred twenty dollar price point, you can get a jungle pack. Hmm. You might even be able to win one on bid for like ninety. Heavy? Oh, uh, not heavy. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe unweighed. Okay, but chances are, who knows if they actually unweighed it? You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I this is like a little hey. sidebar. I really, really want you know. I'm I'm saving right now to um to buy a vintage pack that's heavy, um just so I can I can have that feeling of opening up a card and getting a pack a hollow and getting a hollow. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't care what hollow it is. I don't care if it's yeah. you know a Voltorb. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. So like, that's what. Hopefully that helped. Hopefully that makes sense to you guys. It seemed like it made sense to Devin. Yeah, no, that made a whole a whole lot of sense. Um, if that I hope that answers your questions. Uh, question. If it didn't, um, let us know. And I know I'm sure you will, which is great. We love the feedback. The last question coming from Chase Gordon is, what is the best collection box or tin you can get just to rip open packs? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you this. Collection um, box or tin? Let me think. Well, check it out. I'll tell you this right now. <clears throat> I'm going to stand by what I said. You can do this for any any collection box, but for the one I've had the most experience with is the Umbreon Dark Ride Tag Team powers collection i mean there's a canto one right but let me tell you this oh yeah well before that came out that's that's new so we'll have two options here okay all right umbreon dark ride tag team powers collection box it's 49.99 why is that why is that so awesome well because there's a full art eevee in there that comes in there it's a promo it sells eight dollars raw 
and clips the $100 price mark in a 9 or 10. Just the Eevee. Now, keep in mind, there's like six promos in this box. Then you have the Darkrai Umbreon GX tag team. Someone just got it in one of my custom packs. Again, 5 to $7 raw. Someone has a PSA 10 listed for $200. Hmm. Then, that's only two out of the like six promos. You have a holographic Regigigas. Um, I don't know what the comps are on that, but it's Regigigas, and there's not a lot of those guys. Yeah. Um, then, there's a rare non-hollow Leafeon and Glaceon. You get those two cards. And then the last card is a Espeon Deox Tag Team GX Full Art. Again, another 5 to $7 card and goes up into the hundreds PSA. Yeah. That's just the you. promos. I, yeah, I agree with you on this. That's just the promos. Then you get into, I think, you know, you get an XY Evolutions, you know, you get your standard. Ten, I think 10 total packs, right? 10, yeah. Yeah, it's 10 total Sun packs. Sun and Moon, you know, which isn't great. We know Sun and Moon isn't great. But and I like that you could find them at um, um There's even the like stores yeah, the Unified Minds in there, maybe one Unified Minds, uh, those types of sets. Um, I can't I don't remember all the sets within it, so sorry about that. Um, but yeah, if for fun, with the, with the variety... And then you guaranteed to get your money back as long as you grade those promo cards. That's why it's the most fun to rip open. Because it's like, hey, yeah. I could pull duds out of all 10 of these packs. My money's still secure with these promos. I agree. And there's other boxes you can do that with. That's just the one I've had the most success with. And I believe I pulled... So from the uh, from the Umbreon Dark Ride Tag Team box, that's where I pulled my Mega Charizard from. The PSA 10 oh. Mega Charizard, I pulled yeah, it from yeah, an Evolutions yeah. pack. And then we pulled a gold out of that pack as well. It was like, I think it might have been that netball. Nice. So in, in the same box, we pulled all the value in the promos. And then we got, you know, a chase card from Evolutions. And then we got a gold card from like another pack. So it was an insane box. And then I bought another box um, recently. And it wasn't as good, but you get your money back again with those full arts. Yeah. So I think... Um to touch on those, so it looks like the Dark Ride GX Umbreon box, right? It's super common. Dark it's Ride, so hard to find. Dark Ride and Umbreon GX box. Yeah, tag Collection team. box, tag team. Mm-hmm. Um, is definitely up there. I agree with Danny 100%. The uh, new Kanto box, if you can get your hands on that, that is a great... Um, it's a must rip. Yeah, that's a must rip. I don't um, know why people are holding those to collect. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Uh, but it, in terms of tins, um, I don't, it's not really a tin, um, but... They're really nice to have, and especially if you can get them for price match prices out there. I mean, they're sold out everywhere now because there's massive, massive hype. But if you can find them, uh, Walmart, Target, um, is the Pokeballs. Those uh, those Pokeballs, they're like, they come with like three packs in them. They're huge now, man. Everyone's on it. Yeah, everyone's on it. Um, but if you can find those, they're like, they usually, if you can get a price match to Walmart, they're like three fifty for the whole ball, Pokeball, you know? And um, you get three packs in there. And uh, some of them... I know some people were getting like other packs, but when we were out there buying um, the Pokeballs before all the hype popped off on them, um, we were getting Sun and Moon base set, Burning Shadows, and XY Evolutions. And every now and then we get an XY, XY Primal Clash. Yeah, like and I like Primal Clash. That, that's great for the for the for the amount of you know what those Pokeballs are worth. For sure, that's that's great. That's a good. Um, like Sun and Moon isn't that great, but you know when I opened all my um, Pokeballs up, I got two Rainbow Umbreons out of it. Like that's that's great. Massive hits out of there. I got mm-hmm. two XY two XY Charizards, hollows. Yeah. That's great. Um and then Burning Shadows, I don't believe I got anything great, so whatever. 
I'll tell you that. Uh, and then Burning Shadows is the worst set to open. I'm sorry. Yeah. It is. Yeah, true. Um, and then only because it is the most opened set of this like era. Yeah. Because that was the first chase that when Pokemon blew up, everyone wanted Burning Shadows Zard, which made every rare in that set worthless because there's thousands of them. Right. <laughs> Tens of thousands of them. Yeah. And I think an honorable mention here for tins is um, hidden fates. Can't, can't no, you, no, 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 no. You can't find it in. Uh, we all love hidden fates, so that's that's like a given. But um, you can't find it in stores. I don't think anymore. You might be able to find it at some collectible shops. Definitely find it on eBay. Um, there's a few of them out there. But is uh, the Mewtwo, Mewtwo, Mewtwo partnership tin? Hmm? Is I think it's the Mewtwo partnership tin. It's a lunchbox. And uh, it comes with the Armored Mewtwo, Clone Charizard, and a promo Pikachu, along with some other packs. And I think that's a great tin. Because the Armored Mewtwo is a one of its kind. The cloned Charizard is a one of its kind. And there is a massive Pikachu fan favorites out there. I mean, Pikachu is a fan favorite is what I meant to say. Um, but, so, all three of those cards kind of pay for the tin. And then the packs on the inside are just fun to open up. Because you already realize, oh, I made my money back with the other cards. Um, so that's an honorable mention. Mewtwo pa- Partnership 10, I think it is. Mewtwo Power 10, something like that. Comes, oh, yeah. Comes with the Armor Mewtwo. Just type yeah. in Armor <clears throat> Mewtwo 10, you should be able to find it. Right. Like, that's an honorable mention. <clears throat> no, that's a good one because that Armor Mewtwo, gosh, man, I still need to get one. I still need to get one. Okay. Yeah, I like those. These are great questions this week, guys. Fun. Different. Um, this is a great episode. Really great episode. Yeah, I've liked it. I've liked this episode a lot. I mean, I love every episode, but it seems like every single episode we do we leveled up this week i really like that yeah there's always something new like that i learned myself you know what i mean yeah in terms of the cards i have to look up you know for the demon course segment the cards that we talk about on the poketar top five the gengar's grabs you know like pretty much you're not gonna be able to find any booster packs for 50 dollars now because everyone knows the secret (laughs) everyone knows my secret now yeah yeah (laughs) i like that a lot i'm I'm gonna be out there so you guys are my competition (laughs) All right, let's get into the Devon Core for the. Uh, that's it for this episode. Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys, Devon Core segment. This is the part where we talk about sleepers, lookout cards, seal collections, um, affordable collecting. Um, this is where you're gonna find it at, guys. So, hopefully, this week, um, you guys are you know saving some pennies for Vivid Voltage. So I kept it pretty light. Um, so that way everyone wasn't hunting down, um, you know, $20, $30, $50 cards um, and not having enough for any vivid voltage. But the lookouts that we have for this uh, DevonCore segment, I really enjoy. And again, lookout cards are just the cards that um, aren't technically aren't technically like chase cards, aren't technically um, like that sought after. I mean, these cards are sought after, but um, they're just ones that people aren't paying attention to and maybe haven't caught traction yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what, that's what these lookout cards are. And we're going to start it off. Um, they all come from the same set guys, the same exact set. This set is call of legends. The first card is a ho. Oh, SL five. So for those of you that don't, don't know, um, previous to hidden fates, um, they were making shiny Pokemon cards, um, for the new collectors and the new listeners, um, out there. They were making shiny cards before hidden fates came out. And uh, you could find a lot of those shiny cards in the uh, black and white series Pokemon sets as secret rares. So those are the ones from Plasma Storm, Plasma Freeze, uh, Cross Boundaries. Uh, 
there's all kinds. I think like Noble Victories. Um, there's every almost every single black and white um, set that you could find had some type of shiny um, Pokemon that was a secret rare. Now, even before that, before Shining Legends, right? There was Call of Legends. This is an old set, guys. I believe it came out before um, Black and White. 2011. Did. Yeah, 2011 came out before Black and White. And it had like this like subset of SL cards. Now, there's there's multiple SL cards in this subset. But um, the ones we're going to talk about this week are the, the uh, Ho-Oh SL, SL5. Um, you're not going to find very many, listings, very many listings on eBay. But if you have this card in your collection and you've kept it pretty pristine... It's a really good card to go and get graded. Um, I believe there are like there's like one listing out there um, for like the more popular cards we're gonna get into um, during this segment. But um, yeah, you're not gonna find very many out there. They're very cool looking cards. All of these ones are shiny, so they're gonna be shiny legendary Pokemon. So this this Ho Oh is, is that what shiny. That SL means shining legendary. I think so. Yeah. I don't know actually. So the Ho Oh is actually shiny. He's like an orange <clears> color. <throat> and he's got like the silver on his head and stuff like that. Um, and then also all these cards have, um, like a hollow border. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. But the silver, like, like a silver crystal looking border. Yeah. I don't know. Like it, they're really cool looking cards. And, and to me, they check off every, um, collecting like checkbox that you're looking for, like cards that are going to be sought after. They kind of check the box for every single one and seeing as singles for all these cards go for, you know, a premium amount of like. I think 50 to like a hundred bucks, depending on what card it is. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of let you know that they, they are rare and they are sought after. Um, but they're not a Charizard. They're not, you know, base set. They're not vintage. They're not none of that stuff. So, uh, not a lot of people are looking at them. So if you have them in your collection, these are awesome cards. So again, that's Ho-Oh SL5 call of legends. Uh, the next card we have is Lugia. One of my personal favorite Lugia SL7, um, from call of legends. Um, so I don't know if you guys realize, but they've they remade you know shiny um, legendary cards like Ho Oh and Lugia. Mm-hmm. So those cards in in a PSA ten go up towards of what like three four hundred bucks for the the shining Ho Oh and the shining Lugia from uh, Shining Legends. Uh, something like that. Let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, something like that. So those are modern cards. If those modern cards can go for that price, you can only imagine Holy what you would. Moly. You can only imagine what the price of a, a shiny, what the heck, an SL seven, you know, back from 2011 Lugia or Ho-Oh would go for. Hey, let's take this back Rated. just real quick. What's up? Remember when we first shared the shiny Lugia? It right. was twenty five bucks a card. Yes, that's what I bought mine for. Right, that's what I bought mine for. Right. This thing, there's one on bid right now for eighty two bucks, a raw shining Lugia. What? Okay, so that's how much the price has gone up just on that one there. Hold on, I, I want to just check real what? quick. What? Eighty dollars, eighty dollars, sixty. These are raw. Why are you kidding? One thirteen, one thirteen. Two. Oh my gosh, best offer accepted at two hundred. This is just November sixth, November fifth, two fifteen on bid. Raw, raw. I that swear is ridiculous. to God. Ridiculous. What? How long ago was that? That was like what a month ago, maybe. That was just a month ago. We were talking about twenty five bucks a card. Oh my goodness. $80, $80, $60. Dude, $113. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So obviously, as you that guys just can tell, quadrupled in like the last month. Yeah, and these are all modern cards, guys. Um, so 
If these modern cards can go for those prices, raw, PSA ten nine hundred. You can only imagine PSA what these ten twelve hundred. What? Eleven twenty six, plus shipping. There was twenty bids on that. Look at this eight twenty five. Holy crap! Wow. So we might have some bangers coming back in our eight hundred in our bulk order that we sent out. You know, dude, a month how many? Ago, how many? Eight hundred again. Eight hundred. It just keeps popping up. Okay, so eight hundred to twelve hundred dollars for that PSA ten. How many of you guys bought a? I know we're interrupting, but how many of you guys bought that Lugia when we said to for twenty five bucks or thirty bucks? Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah. I'm a little disappointed. That's great I only news. Got one now, but that's fine. That's great news. Look. Every day they're selling November tenth, November 9th, November eighth, November eighth, November seventh, November sixth, November sixth, six, 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 six. Like what? Jeez. That's a hot card. I don't know. Did something happen lately we don't know about? Yeah, our podcast. Everyone, everyone, everyone tuned into our podcast. It was like, oh, Shining Lugia. No, Dude. I'm kidding. Maybe, though. No. <laughs> wow. Hey, but just remember what I said. Yeah. The new Amazing Rares and the Lugia pre-release reminds me of Shining Legends. Yep. So take that for what it is while they're $25 right now. And that's and that's what these older cards remind me of is all the... Um, the cards that are in this uh, SL like subset inside of Call of Legends remind me of Shining Legends Pokemon. I'm like, well, if a modern card can go for that much, you can only imagine what a 2011 card would go for. Yeah. So, Shiny Pokemon, that's a check off the collector's box. Legendary Pokemon, check off the box. Hollow. Hollow, check off the box. Secret Rare. Secret Rare, that's <clears throat> another check. Vintage, you know, vintage, exclusive border. You know yeah. what I mean? That's like it's like it's not, it's not a regular border. It's really hard to describe. It's almost like it is a hollow border. Yeah. Like they took the hollow from and put it around the edges. And put it around the edges. Yeah, and a lot of people actually want that back, but it makes it hard as hell to grade. Yeah, and so like these these cards right here are great. So that so we have Ho Oh SL five, Lugia SL seven, and Entei. This is a shiny Entei, guys. I know he doesn't look much different from the regular one, but still, for those of you who are into shiny Pokemon, he's shiny in heart. Yeah. For for those of you who are into shiny Pokemon, shiny Entei SL three, right? So Entei SL three from Call of Legends, another great card. Um, if you're an Entei fan, your Entei collector, you didn't know it was out there. There you go. Um, the next one here, following the trend, Suicune. Suicune doesn't look different from the regular one when he's shiny, but still SL eleven at a Call of Legends. Um, the little subs that they have, Suicune SL eleven, another really great card. And the last one up here, guys, Raikou. Raikou, SL9, Call of Legends. Again, all of these legendaries I covered and the lookout cards are all shiny. They all have that special border. Um, they all check the boxes for collectability. Keep these ones on your lookout. And if you have them in your collection, I would say they are definitely worth grading if they are in quality shape. Um, I have seen a few of these listed uh, for some of the more popular ones. Like uh, I think Lugia has... Um, a PSA listing going for like a thousand ish dollars. Um, I think Suicune has an, has one too that's going for like a thousand ish dollars. So that just goes to tell you that if you have this card sitting in your collection, um, maybe you're in a Pokemon during that time and you're getting back into it and you're looking at your old cards. Hey, guess what? You're holding on to some bangers. Um, but that just about does it for um, for the Devoncore segment for this week. Um, again. These are all calling le- Call of Legends cards. Ho-Oh, Lugia, Entei, Suicune, and Raikou. Mm-hmm. Go pick them up. 
Dude, that was nuts about that sh- that shining Lugia. Yeah, yes. We our minor ours are sent off to PSA, so we. I mean, I haven't looked at mine. I don't know how long, but yeah, we just told you guys about this. You know, in a couple episodes in. Yeah. Eighty bucks. I have what four or five of them. Yeah, and it's weird. Imagine if I sold them all for eighty bucks right now. Yeah, and that's that raw to raw game we were talking about. So I bought four for twenty five. That's a hundred, or maybe about five. I think about five. Uh, so one twenty something. Anyways, twenty five bucks a card. Now I sell them all for eighty bucks raw. You're like tripled up, you know, over so many times on each card. Um, obviously, I like I enjoy grading more. I, I want a graded Lugia, and that was my opportunity to get one. Um, but that's crazy. And I remember, I think the comps for PSA ten were not. Maybe there was a few at nine hundred, but I'm talking in the month of November there was multiple sales over $800 all day. That's crazy. I, I just wonder, you know, what happened? Yeah. Usually you see that fluctuation in, on eBay in terms of, of prices when, you know, someone on, on someone famous, you know, Logan Paul, you know, pokey rev, whoever, yeah. you know, whoever set it out there says, Hey, this is a hot set or I bought it for this much. Then you'll see that really big, you know, inflation in terms of numbers. Right. But who was talking about Shining Legends other than, I don't know, that's, other than us that we were news. like, hey, we bought it for 25 bucks. That's great news. Yeah, great that's news. weird. Yeah, cool. Hope you guys super, enjoyed super cool. that. Um, we're going to do one last thing here, just real quick, and then we're going to sum it up. It's been almost two hours. Um, last thing before we go, guys. Remember, Vivid Voltage drops this Friday. I don't know if you have a chance in hell if you're going to find anything retail. But just know it drops Friday, so maybe on the day of release, release night, Friday night, stay up, have a sleepover with your buddies, drink some Mountain Dew and play some Halo, yeah, and hunt some rare cards if that's what you wish to do. Because there's going to be a lot of guys trying to get rid of those cards because remember- Or, or, or play you know, Call of Duty Black Ops, Cold I'm just, War, that comes I'm out old. on I'm Friday. Old. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. All right. Uh, but what's it called? Um, may, you know, when sets are brand new- that's when they're most valuable in terms of flipping them. Yes. Because, you know, people want to be first. People want to be, you know, have this right away. He, yeah. Um, he's, he's basically trying to say that at that point, they're they're probably the best quality you're going to find them. Best quality and probably most susceptible to accepting a deal. Yes. Right? So you see a you see a, a Pikachu VMAX for 60 bucks, you might be able to slide in for 40 Yeah. Save yourself a lot of money. And for those of you who are uh, facing, so you know, Friday night, if you haven't if you haven't pre ordered, you maybe try hunting singles and see how you like it. Yeah, if you've been fighting yourself, this is the best time to do it. For I those just, of you that are capable, though, and that that are in a uh, zip code or area that is in a, a scalping pandemic, um, yeah, go <clears throat> go go harder than they do. Be there at seven o'clock. You know what I mean? Wake up at six. Go to your local Walmart. Be there at seven o'clock. Wait for the dude to come stock up. Go grab your your vivid voltage packs. You know what yeah. I mean? If yeah. that's what you want to do, um, and you guys got a serious scalping problem in your area, <laughs> all you got to do is beat out the scalper. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna grind Call and hustle. Sick from work <laughs> and hustle. Yeah, exactly. Forget about your career. You're a Pokemon card collector now. <laughs> I, Someone might actually do that. I'm just playing around, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's a joke. It's a joke. I mean, I would probably do it, given the opportunity. I would probably do it if I had the opportunity as well. Yeah, so take it for what it is. I think that's it. Yeah. You want Vivid Voltage? Go get it. Yeah. This Friday, 
This Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. That means everyone's going to have unlucky pools. Yeah. No rainbow no rainbow Pikachu's yep. for anybody. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? I think we're just rambling now. That's it for today's episode, guys. Um before we go, remember the giveaway. Tag us. Do what you got to do. Send in questions. You can hit me up on TikTok, Instagram. Same for Devin. Hit him up on TikTok. Drop a comment whenever you want. Say, hey, for the podcast, I want to know this. We'll get it on. Um, you can send an email to the Podcast at gmail.com. You could send us pictures of your cards. What do you think about this? Don't send me 50. Just send me a couple. Um, what do you think about this? We'd love to take a look here on the show and uh, kind of give you an, an idea of what that is. Um, and I think that's it. That is it, guys. All right. Till uh, next time. Have fun hunting uh, Vivid Voltage. We'll see you guys next week. See you.